board, everybody. Thanks for staying on through the end of the Fall Guy Marathon um, here on the Superstation. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. You can see we've got uh, the, the full house tonight, plus a special guest, and we'll get to intros in just a moment. But stay with us through our kick-ass opening sequence. We'll be right back. <laughs> Evening, everybody. Welcome. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05 p.m. or thereabouts. Uh, welcome to the What's on Joe Mind team stream. We're a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing? Ooh. Yeah, Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> that was, uh, there was a serious leap of faith there because I, I clicked the button to start the theme song and nothing happened on this end. <laughs> so it was like, oh, I hope, I hope it went. Otherwise... I'm going to have to resist that urge to scratch my nose for just a few more seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been that kind of night here at the old What's on Joe Mind compound where everything uh, technology-based is just inching along. So I, I apologize for our, our slightly late start tonight. We're lit but by the, candles and powered by hamster wheels. Right. That's I had to change the hamsters and the wheels. Um, <clears throat> uh, but here, joining me in the top row. Uh, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro, uh, the current operation manager of Oliver's. Stop show Mark Weber. Right? Hey, and this is where the fans can help us. We Help us help you. Find that coffee link. You can find it in your heart. We'll play some Sarah McLaughlin. You too can donate and help us get a new floppy drive. Right. <laughs> let me tell you, we've got Lotus 1 and 2. We'd love to upgrade Lotus 3. And with your fine support, I just know we're going to get there. We did add a new swear jarrier to the list this week. So oh. we're up to a, a, um, an exceptional 18. So you'll see all the names. And I finally I finally noticed that I did not have Doug Dello, who's perhaps been like the second or third longest running consecutive swear jarrier. I didn't have him in the ending sequence oh. for like for like six months. The man made our Christmas card, and I didn't have him in the in the closing credits, so I I, I rectified that. Uh, sorry about that, Doug, but nobody said anything or noticed or told me, so this is what happens. Yeah, and tell your lawyer to back off. Right. <laughs> um, but again, with your donations, we can upgrade to having our own hamster farm, so we don't have to outsource that sort of thing. That's good. Uh, I, up, in the I, up, I upgraded kids in my basement like four years ago, right pre-pandemic, so it worked out great. <laughs> some some Dickensian urchins. Yeah, right. Because yeah. nobody's looking for them during the <laughs> pandemic, right? Wow. Assume you know. Assume they were victims of COVID. Just down Someone there, wanted waves. Yeah. Down there, <laughs> rowing, rowing oars, rowing oars, riding bikes, saving me money on my gas and electric bills. All right. Do you have a big guy beating out a tempo on the drum? Of course Ooh. I do. I uh, Although what it was tough, though, because at first I had to balance the cost of all the oil that you had to slather him in 
Yeah, that of course. Was, yes. That was eating into my profit by having the kids run my electricity. But we figured it out. We ironed it out. Right. You just rub them with old uh, French fry cartons, right? Yeah, pretty much. For a while, that was Joe. That's how he got that weight off. Mm. But uh, in the bottom <laughs> row, he is suddenly a man with a show, mm -hmm. uh, as this is Rack Time Live. Uh, Rack Time Rob. Hello. <laughs> that was weird. I'll see that stack and I'll raise you an X Men red. All right, you're out. Anybody want? Oh, your your fingers are about to. Oh, see, that's what happens. That's what happens when you bring up. That's what should happen when you mentioned the Krakoa era. <laughs> Krakoa nonsense. Krakoa, man. What's that? Krakatoa. Oh no! Now here's here's Araco. And here's an entire cast full of people no one cares about, right. no one's gonna care about. And um, it's just like when uh, Hickman ran the Avengers, introducing giant cast of characters that no one cared about or no one's gonna care about. Yeah, fool me twice. I just figured it was filling the Slaughter's Marauders barbecue role on the show. Here's something Mark has that no one wants. Hey! <laughs> Is that uh, the new thing spender. you have that no one wants to take the place of barbecue? <laughs> cheapest Big Spender notes that uh, we'll need those donations to pay our lawyers to keep McDonald's off our back about chicken nuggets copyrights. McDonald's doesn't own the copyrights to chicken nuggets. They own the copyright to chicken McNuggets. Mm. And we don't we don't. There's nothing about what we do here that's McNuggets. It's C-Nugs. Do they own the the trademark to the three shapes all of their nuggets come in? They have. There's four shapes. Oh, and there's four. Yes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. But we hear we hear at McDowell's we only have one shape nugget. You see, it's different. Wait, <laughs> it's, they it's have the boot. It's the a boot. It's it's a blob here at McDowell's. They have a boot, they have a slab, they have a teardrop. What's the fourth one? Uh, the, the, tear, the teardrop was when Grimace murdered a man in prison. Right. <laughs> right. That was uh, that was the tattoo that he had put yeah. under his eye. Yeah. But, uh, and finally, in the bottom row, our special guest tonight, uh, a, a, a comic book expert from a different program. Uh, from the Joe on Joe podcast, joining us once again, our good friend Joe Slapsky is on the program. Hey, everybody! everybody. Joe Slapsky. Thanks for having me on. It's my honor. I love it. But uh, Every, everybody knows when Joe's on the program, it's about to get extreme, extreme. It's also about extreme. to get. It's also, it's also. It'll also get derailed about eighteen times before the end of the show. Right. I mean, it, it took us five minutes to get you an intro because you talked before I got to you. I mean, that, that right there, it's that that's kind of the, the Joe Slepsky experience in a nutshell. I had so much to say when you guys mentioned the fall guy, though. Oh, man. I'm an old Heather, school, Heather old school Colt Seaver guy. Old school Colt Seaver guy. I was more of a Heather Thomas guy myself. Well, you there you if he are. ain't singing the theme song, he ain't nothing. If they don't have Ryan Gosling singing the theme song for that movie it's just like the romnibus fire those people the romnibus <laughs> that is to for for the record not an omnibus for mitt romney no <laughs> an omnibus for rom space night romnibus <laughs> yeah dustin jeffrey says 18 derailments challenge accepted i mean sounds like a light night for us frankly 
18 uh, derailments, you can just call us Amtrak. <laughs> Amtrak learned about derailing from what's on Joe Mind. That's what I'm saying. Didn't we ban Biff McConkie Donk like 18 times a couple shows ago? Seven. Um, something like that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't, I'm not keeping track of records. I don't want I don't want some have something in my mind that I have to to try and beat, right? I just want to let it let it happen naturally as the guy with the button. So if you guys right. want to keep track of that fine, just know that I will not officially recognize any any such record because we need to keep something on this show pure. <laughs> something unsullied. I'm yeah. Plus, he's all, he's all hopped up on those PEDs anyway, so come on now. <laughs> right. Uh, he's he's jacked, that uh, Biff McConkie donk. He's, mm-hmm. he's been carrying Disneyland around on his back for 20 years, so. Right. Right. I'm looking, I'm making sure I got all my buttons in the right place, because it's been that kind of night. Dude, the fans know. Dustin, oh, there's Phil. Dustin was before <laughs> Phil. Seven, yeah, he's around. Seven is the record. Uh, okay. It's right up there with those iconic numbers, you know, 61, 7, 715. 7, yeah, that's, that's right 16. there. <laughs> Truly the impossible dream, 7. Nine more seven. Phil, Phil Tyrek Flair. Seven times getting kicked off our two-bit slime show. That's, that's <laughs> what we Not bad. That's what we want. That's what we want to encourage. Uh, what's the record for? For a number of uh, Mr. Sacco interruptions. How about that? Ooh. We have a number on that one? And go. I, that, I promise the kind of that's the kind of video that you can't send across state lines. <laughs> I, I promised our friends at Roma Collectibles that I would work that into every episode going forward. So that's <laughs> you want to get mad at somebody about Mr. Sacco, that's where you go. That's where you go. And five minutes later, that cat was back for more. Yeah, make no mistake. His favorite thing in the world is for me to for me to foot wrestle with him. He he gets his back claws going into my the, the the sole of my shoe, and we just we just wrestle there. That's that's just that's what we do. It's our he did, he he did not leave Mike alone the entire weekend. It's our yeah. festivist feats of strength. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's let's go ahead. Let's roll into community calendar because we got a lot going on tonight. Community calendar. Community calendar. Again, that new intro brought to you by Deke Productions, mm-hmm. uh, the the new animation stable for what's on Joe Mine. <laughs> Joe hasn't been watching. He's genuinely amused by this stuff. It's, it's, it's all new to me. It's all it's, new. It's all new to me. Why, last, last week we had lunch with Bruno Bianchi and Jean Chalapon. Yeah, right. lo, lo, <laughs> long time, long time guest host, first time listener. Right. <laughs> the genius Bruno Bianchi. The man behind quality episodes of Mask, Bruno Bianchi. Anyways, uh, first up on the old community calendar, we got one coming up this Saturday. Is it Saturday the 17th? Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's at uh, West End Plaza Events at uh, at Salisbury, North Carolina from 9 to 4. We've got 
a show from Inside Pitch Promotions. They have a second show coming up just a few weeks later, March 9th and 10th at the Kerr Scott Building in Rolla. Uh, Saturday, 9 to 4. Sunday, 10 to 4. Uh, $5 for a single day and $8 for the full weekend. It's a bargain at twice the price. Uh, they run shows all year long. Uh, there's free parking at all of them. They made a, a note to mention that on their website, which makes me think that they're listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get all the info at InsidePitchPromo.com. InsidePitchPromo.com. Five, um, $5 think, and $8 admission. You, there's no excuse not to go to this. Mm-hmm. Right? When was the last time you had a show that was literally under $10? I don't know. I mean, you could steal $5 from your kid mm-hmm. and go, frankly. That's, Absolutely. Take it from uh, the uh, the food fund from those kids in my basement. Right. I mean, Joe, yeah. your your dogs aren't are, are walking around with about ten bucks and spending oh, money. My dogs you, got wham, baby. They got wham. All take it right from that. Wrapped yeah. up in their collars. Yeah. Yeah. Switch the kids in the basement to crusty brand imitation gruel. <laughs> You'd save even more. Four out of five orphans can't tell the difference. <laughs> I don't know how you've gotten this far. Out. Crusty brand imitation gruel, frankly. I, I... <laughs> uh, David Warren Hernandez says that uh, Sox needs to get a taste of kitty on kitty tank warfare in a Mialler tank. Um, that's don't think I haven't started accumulating boxes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm he's a big fella, so it's it's gonna be me big boxes. We're gonna have to find some sturdy cardboard. But um, if that happens, may have to use the we'll, box from the his tank. Right, it, it maybe there that would um, that would mean that there would be room in the back for a second cat. So maybe we, maybe that's the way we need to steer uh, the folks. Here comes Doctor Socks and the Catriot Grizzly. Oh no, <laughs> the Patriot Kitty. It's twice the size. I kind of like the Patriot Kitty. That's the kind of. Give him a give him a Wild Bill hat and you know that's right that came with Wild Bill didn't it or I, I don't know if it came with him but he drove it oh yeah sure. I I didn't I never had the Patriot Grizzly I I was I I, I do have a couple of versions of the Night Attack Chopper uh, I, then, I I had that it's actually actually a fun toy it's a big tank I yeah. dug it. But yeah, Wild Bill, the helicopter pilot. Er, he can fly planes too. Er, he drives the tank. Whatever. You throw the, in, uh, you throw in Steeler and Cover Girl, and yeah. The Night Attack Chopper is a fun, fun toy as well. I actually had them on my wedding registry. Uh, the green one and the tan one, both on the <laughs> wedding registry. <laughs> and they, awesome. they, they, they were both. Like five? <laughs> they were both purchased. Amazing. Sitting on the gift table at the wedding, and I was like, well. Just goes to show you, I can't be trusted with that little scanner gun for from Target, um, because if if you give it to me for ten seconds, I'm going to scan two things, and they're both going to show up because they're awesome. Yeah, I remember it took me forever to find the crimson version of it. Right, I would just go into Toys R Us's knowing it wouldn't be there. Right, like uh, let's go look for where it won't be, and I think I eventually did an eBay breakdown on it because I, I never saw it in the wild, not once. I, I have to admit, I didn't care for it that much. I didn't bother. Mm. I, I was very selective mm. through the Valor versus Venomera. 
Yeah, figure six pack asking us about where where's the what about the crimson attack? Yeah, mm -hmm. never bothered. I got it. It hurt, as I recall. <laughs> it wasn't the worst helicopter I ever bought on eBay, though. <laughs> I I did used to um I did used to take the night attack chopper. I did used to chase the cat with it. Oh yeah. You shoot the little missiles. Um, Stinky was not a fan of of the night attack chopper. Wait, Stinky was a cat? Stinky was was a cat. One of the cats I had when I was married, yes. I thought Stinky was a sister. Stinky named is a sister. But uh, Stinky the cat was named after our sister Stinky. Oh, okay. Sweet cat, too. She was <clears throat> great cat. All black. So you chased her with a night attack chopper. Right. She was huge. Like, she, there was, there was, Stinky, she, she was huge. She was a house panther. Um, but um, absolutely the sweetest animal I've ever shared space with. She was great. And I, I shot plastic missiles at her. All right. I mean, never like at her face or anything. Yeah. It was always like kind of on the, towards her back feet and stuff. So she knew she wasn't going to get hurt. <laughs> I will remember you. Da -da -da -da. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the face of animal abuse, Mike. <laughs> For only five dollars a month, you can rescue this this uh, uh, enormous cat from the the claws yeah. of Mike Irizarry. Every morning I woke up. Every morning I woke up with this giant black cat sleeping on my head. So no, so I don't. I don't think she she cared much. I think she was okay. Spoiler: Some people think she's still there. Right? That's possible. Like that nice, was the funny part nice of it. Shock up there, but yeah. Because it would, she was, she was a big girl. But anyhow, next up, uh, New Jersey Collecticon happening on March second and third. That is, of course, in the Holiday Inn Cherry Hill in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, admission and information can be found at histank.com or at New Jersey Collectors Con on Facebook. Uh, they've got uh, a number of guests, including our our good friend, former host, and author of The Art of G.I. Joe, Carson Taxis. You can see him posing with his 55-pound book there. Mm -hmm. Joe, you got that book, right? Yeah, man. It is enormous. I weighed it. It is 19 pounds, 18 or 19 pounds. It's awesome. Like, it, I recommend anyone watching this should get it, and you can get it pretty cheap, especially for the quality of the product, man. It's it's awesome. Absolutely. If you're interested in the book, be sure to head over to 3djoes.com. Uh, they're yeah. going to have that uh, available. He has them in hand, so you order it, and he'll ship it on out to you. Um, again, it's it's it has its own pallet. It's 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 a freight shipping. It, yeah. yeah, really uh, is. The like, book is four hundred ten pounds. Uh, you know, we were talking about earlier uh, before the show. We were talking like Marvel omnibuses and how hard those are to read. Comic book omnibuses, man. This is this is like no. This is absolutely impossible yeah. to read. That's not sitting on a table. But it's so worth it, and it's really deep. It's got great stuff, and you just just to see the quality of that artwork at that high resolution, it's really really great. And to see it the way it was meant, which is printed on a piece of paper, which reflects light differently than you see it if you're watching it like on a on a computer screen. You know, there's something to that uh, that I think makes everything pop a little bit more too. But yeah, and they've got some great posters. Uh, Brian Fabin, uh, welcome to the show says, hey, everyone, I was at the Star Wars G.I. Joe Mini Collector Con in Orlando, Florida this past Sunday. Wore my What's on Joe Mine t-shirt. That's right. 
outstanding work. Uh, just letting Mike, I was uh, promoting the damn show. It's plugging the damn show. It's hashtag plug the damn show. I think either I way, he was doing it. So Brian, as but, a thank uh, you, as a thank you, Mike wanted to correct you. Right. So that's what welcome. we do here. Yeah. Oh, here it is. There we go. There it is. There I don't. Even, I don't even have to make it up. We've got it ready to go. See. Look, man. If 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 I want to be remembered for one thing, I've um, I've come to the grips with the fact that it's probably going to be that hashtag. Like that's going to be it at the end of the day. It's good. A hundred years from now, someone will be using plug the damn show uh, in a hashtag. And that's, that's my only contribution to the world uh, as we know it. Yeah. Real real quick, Diana Davis, you're right. Carson's book would make a great Valentine's gift. And then it could be used. uh, It'll be like exhibit a, when they make the documentary about how you murdered your spouse because it crushed them. <laughs> right. Like it's it, not that, like if we find it suspicious that you bring in this 20 pound book into your home days before your wife was found uh, completely unresponsive beneath it. <laughs> that That's not really a murder charge though. It's more of a manslaughter too. Yeah. That's exactly. Accidental. Exactly. Yeah. It's accidental. That, I like the, the tagline there. Makes a great gift. Makes a better murder weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why Mike didn't do ad copy for Carson. Right. right. He does have that proud Papa glow going in this photo, though, right? Right. Cheapest big oh, spender wow. asks, is Carson smiling because of the book or because he didn't pull any muscles lifting it? Uh, I'm going to yeah. guess because of the book, because he had to have pulled muscles lifting it. That's yeah. not that's not an option. Yeah. Lift with the legs, people. Always. Always. And, uh, he's get, uh, The next edition is going to have a cover blurb from Drew Peterson. That, by the way, is a funny joke referencing the guy who killed his wife. It was huge in the news like 15 years ago. It was a big deal. So I just want everyone to know that was funny. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Especially after you explained it in great yeah, That wasn't funny. The explanation <laughs> was funny. The best jokes. The best jokes are, no, Drew Peterson, he was that cop who killed his wife and then killed his ex-wife. Okay. You just wait. He'll come visit you one day. You need the co- you need the comment from Jake Rose up there, Mike. Oh, I like where that's going. Uh, this one, Professor yeah. Honcho in the living room with the art of GI Joe. GI <laughs> Joe. Never been a, never been a professor before. I like that. Yeah, you know, you had apprehensions about that Honcho nickname when we first started trying to apply it to you. And I I dare say it has done more for your marketability than anything else. I think what I like about it is nobody else really has it. Right. Didn't feel like I was taking it from somebody. So yeah, it definitely grew. Yeah. No. Didn't steal somebody else's nickname and try to, try to, you know, rub it onto you or anything. No, it's you and the distaff leader of team America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate to be the uh, the GI Joe podcasting world's version of Nature Boy Buddy Landell, but <laughs> well, but... Dustin, here's a, here, Dustin, here's a fourth derailment. There is a long-standing magazine called Honcho. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey, by the way, for for in case anyone else is not reading the live comments, 
uh, that's three derailments. Look, <laughs> I, these guys all know that I asked our, our co-hosts before the show, I, I have one instruction, that if you read the live chat, just give a heads up so I can put it on the screen so that everybody at home can follow along or that so we can get it read so that the folks who do who tune in later for the the audio only version of the show that they understand what's going on mm. um and they refuse to do it lately i don't understand what's going on i don't know uh cheapest big spender it's not like taking your wife fishing and accidentally shooting her with a spear gun like cliff booth okay right? no it is not <laughs> uh no no and then no, making a not. Sean Connery like crack saying, I think she got the point. Oh, boo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Moving on. <laughs> hey, awesome cons happening in March. That is from the 8th to the 10th at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. Uh, you can see our, our good friend, our co-host, Joe Colton. She's going to be a featured guest there. She's not just hanging around. She's She's a guest of the con. This is a paying gig for Joe Colton. Uh, so stop by and say hey. Uh, other guests include Arthur Adams, Hayden Christensen, Rosario Dawson, Tom Kenny, Jeff Loeb, Michael Rosenhoob, Tom Welling, Ming Na Wen, the Ritzlock, West Whitlock, and many, many more. Uh, tickets and information are at awesome con.com. Uh, Joe, that's a, a 3,500 mile trip for you. Are you going to make it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, hitchhike. All right. Thumb it. I'm going to thumb it across the country. And I'll see you there. That's a good lineup, though. Art Adams alone, for real, real talk. Uh, and then um, Rosario Dawson, awesome. And you're going to have to cast a Smallville, the cast that isn't in a cult. Well, that's uh, that's just the ones that I had room to list. There's Awesome Con is a big is show. The, is the cult girl there? Uh, no, maybe. Oh, what's her name? No, is she. she uh, she's out of jail Chloe. now. Chloe. Oh, she's that's right. Man, I hated her on that show. Oh, man. I, I disagree. I, she was my favorite. I really liked really? her. Really? You like yeah, those yeah. little chipmunk teeth? I thought she was great. And then it, it was such a disappointment when I moved to Los Angeles and I meet people who put me like one degree away from her and she's in a sex cult, but now I'm married. Oh. Right? I was, I, was, I was like, really? You know, and she's in a... Oh, wait, I'm married. <laughs> uh craig cohen asks should we flood joe colton with mango habanero stuff to sign uh, that's fine look you're paying to get in yeah uh if you if you hand joe colton a mango i think she's obligated to sign it yeah she's only there um, for one reason and that's to meet wes whitlock who's probably now, who's, who thinks who's, he's dreamy who's wes whitlock is he a wrestler that is uh yes. joe colton's husband yes oh <laughs> I'm a also, also a cosplayer and, uh, and oh, yeah. former former Eastern Wrestling Alliance heavyweight champion, Wes oh. Mercer. That's oh, right. really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him online. Didn't know the name. But Mike won't call him by his ring name because he hates Mercer. <laughs> no, it just I think the wrist lock Wes Whitlock is <laughs> kind of like the Honcho. Like that's the name I gave him, yeah. and it it there's it some alliteration there. It's it's it rolls rolls easily. Totally it's hard works. to say, and I've worked hard for it. Is yeah. all I'm is is how I'll leave it. It works. Um, Dustin Jeffrey says, "Remember, no hugs from the wrist lock. Um, you're you're going to do better trying to hug the wrist lock than you are trying." <laughs> <laughs> Joe Colton. Good point. 
Um, my friend Jamie used to be addicted to Smallville. And uh, he, he used to say that uh, his, his rationale was, I need to live in a place where Chloe is the average looking girl. And there's something to be said for that, right? I think yeah. I think I think all of us kind of long to live in in that pretty place. good town to live in, yeah. Right. That's that's all right. I, I love that show, man. I watched every episode. I thought it was great. About halfway through, they jumped the shark, but I still watched it. I like yeah, that I, episode where Superman like threw that bad guy a long way. That was awesome. I I have to admit, Joe, I only liked it as it was coming down towards the end. Yeah, I I, I couldn't handle it at the beginning. It was so much drama. Not oh. nearly enough actual Superman. Oh, it's great. Like, but but when, once they got to the end and they were like, well, we really, we were we were drinking a lot and we barely had enough time to put together a full 45-minute episode. I like, thought, those are the ones yeah. I liked better. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, one of my favorite things was in the very last episode because they said, you know, like, no, no, was it no flights, no tights, so they weren't going to put him in the thing. But in the last episode, they just briefly showed him with the shirt on. But he was using Tom Welling's outfit from uh, from the movie, but he couldn't fit in Tom Welling's outfit from the movie. So if you look really close, you could tell it's just it kind of taped to his body. He's not actually wearing it like it's under a jacket or shirt or something, obviously. But even if you look closer, it's not around his neck. I any stretch of the image because <laughs> they didn't have the money to build a new suit for a camera. Right? Yeah. Uh. Jeff Butler says that Smallville walked so Arrow, Stargirl, and the rest of the CWDC shows could run. I dare say that at full seasons, Smallville did a little bit more than walk. Um, ten seasons is a long time. Yeah. Ten seasons is a an, an insanely successful television program, regardless of what you think about it yeah. creatively. Yes, Brandon Ruth suit. Sorry if I misspoke that. Yeah, Brandon Ruth suit from uh, Superman uh, Returns. Yeah, Joe, get it right. Hey, what are you going to do? Brandon Ruth will not be at Awesome Con. He, he is not. No, I like him, man. I, I I've always liked him as Super. He was good, Superman. The movie was bad, but he was good. Yeah, yeah. What? He fault. was also a good Adam. He was a very good Adam. Yeah, he was a good. Um, the movie was bad. Again, movie was bad. Yeah. He was good in um that that uh Italian, uh the it's the Italian comic book um Dylan Dog. Dylan Dog. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty good in that. I haven't seen it. It's a terrible movie. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing. Anyways, hey man, uh, so, so again, Marvel, uh, Marvel gave us a ton of people. It gave us uh, gave us Reacher. It gave us Amy Adams. It gave us uh, that Justin Hartley kid. He was the first Arrow. Now he's a crossbow. He's tracker. Yeah, he's yeah. tracker. Trackers. They gave us both tracker and Reacher. And the Manny and There's grabber and touch premiering, premiering <laughs> after and penetrator. You penetrator that was oh, mad. that was mad. Oh, and, was de mass. And, and decorator. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> gonna was, have to cut. I'm telling you, give us everything. What? <laughs> You're out too. All right, I'm back. Wait, you banned not, you banned everybody. If if nothing else, I had to I had to re, I had to re <laughs> ban everybody just to reset things. There, oh. you just <laughs> Once we get into <laughs> Whitney Houston calls that yeah. the greatest ban of all.
He's drunk with power. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, we were we were heading in a direction that we didn't need to head in. Probably true. Never stopped us before, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, we we did not need to did not need to go into into any further. No, no more. Anyhow, next up, uh, same weekend, Toy Man Show happened in, in scenic Bridgeton, Missouri. Uh, and the scene you get is of the St. Louis airport. Woohoo! Uh, but that is the, in the Machinist Hall, two stories of toy dealers. Uh, they got stuff going back from today all the way back to the 20s and 30s. Uh, toy Man is, is not just a toy show, it's an experience. Uh, it's got artists, cosplayers, crafts, guests, and more. That's uh, running from nine to two, five dollars gets you in the door. $15 gets you in for early bird at 8 o'clock. Uh, parking is free and plentiful. Uh, and, of course, the opportunity to hug Dave Draper, priceless. Priceless. Hug again. Go get him. Uh, Dave, I, I chatted with Dave a little bit a, a couple weeks ago. He said he hasn't been at the last few. I was like, come on, Dave. Like, we're we're on the show saying that people can go and, and meet you at Toy Man, and it, it gives them $0 off admission if they if they hug you. And he's like, well, I don't know if I'm going back now. So if you do see Dave Draper, it's it's like it's like a rare Pokemon at this point. Right. That's like going out and instead of finding all your your Weedles, you you come across a Snorlax. He's a Flareon. Who knew? Yeah, they're they're pretty common. Every time I every time I level up one of those EVs, they turn into a Flareon. It's terrible. Elizabeth I got so many freaking you. fire Pokemon, it's so many fire Pokemon, it's the worst. But um, Cheapest Big Spender says, uh, Toy Man doesn't size shame like other shows. I can't think of a toy show that is size shamed because that would that would be con- that would leave a, a considerable amount of their clientele on the outside. So they're out. Yeah, I don't I don't see that being true. But um, Toy Man again, it's a great show. We we sit and we we laugh about it every every time. But they do eight shows a year for a reason. Um, if you're not finding something fun at Toy Man, you didn't look around or you didn't go. Or um, you're not fun. Or you're not fun. Yeah. It, it's entirely possible. Maybe maybe you suck. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, uh CGC says, so you get parked on for free. If you're not careful, that can happen. Hey, um, hey they, that they, just got us banned in the previous section. So let's they not, they do they do share a parking lot crazy. with crazy. They share a parking lot with a target, so you got to be careful. Hand on a swivel, oh. people. I don't know if I can go then. <laughs> well, they they share a parking lot, not a not a cosmetic department. You know what? I'll take one of the really good parking spots in front of Target and not go in there. That'll show them. <laughs> park park in one of those cart corrals. Target. Make yourself make yourself a real nuisance. Target. Remember, you can get your off-target T-shirt with the honcho's face at our uh, at our T Public store at the swag shop. I'm trying to see how uh, long that band down is below. Going. Is that a four-year band? How long have I been divorced from Target? Not long enough. Um, is that first Viper right? Yeah, so 20, right, and 20, that would have been. 20, yeah. yeah, so we're we're probably pushing three. Right. Probably about three. That was and growing. 
Oh. So again, that is March 10th. We've got a few weeks out on that one yet. We man, we're community calendars loaded up for March, but not a lot, not a lot for February. Everybody knows about February shows. Get them to me. But uh, and of course, hey, there's the big news from last week. Uh, we hate to announce Joe Fest again, but guess who's going to Joe Fest? Uh, it's us. Uh, that is happening from June 21 to the 23rd, uh, June 21 to the 23, uh, at the Augusta convention center in Augusta, Georgia, uh, guests include me and the honcho and Rob and maybe some other people. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, we don't pay attention to that sort of thing. Tickets and information at joefestusa.com. I mean, what's on Joe mind is going to be there. That's all you need to know. If you're on right. the fence, you need to go. Right. Right. I mean, I, I don't think. I don't think anybody else matters at that point. Road trip. No, we're the first. We're the oldest. Yeah. I know a good, I had a really good meal in Augusta last time I went to Joe Fest. It was a bit of a walk, but I think I went there every meal afterwards. I was like, it's oh, a bit of a yeah. walk. Was it in Atlanta? It was a bit of a haul. I passed the golf course, but. Uh, I was so happy at that place. Holy smokes. I'm well, I don't remember the name of it, but I know where it is. So I'm going to let my feet do the walking. Genuine, genuine question. Genuine question. Uh, for someone who's never been to the show, uh, best, what's the best tactic to fly into, or is it go to, uh, go to a neighboring airport and get a rental car or is it flying straight in? What, what do most, uh, people do? Or you guys, you guys might just be driving down from Indianapolis right we're we're gonna drive in yeah um probably rent a car and drive in because my car is old and rob's car is terrible um <laughs> it's just normal people size right we're we're gonna drive in uh, i don't know what mark's doing from from uh from providence there but you, wait a minute I, road trip we called it right you guys are picking me up sure yeah <laughs> yeah right Get me from work. It's it's west. It's kind of by New York. <laughs> oh, look at this. I've, I've I've looked into it, and I've I'm not sure if it's if it's best to go to Atlanta and drive or go to uh, I forget what the other one, but there was somewhat some place east, <laughs> one of the big cities east of it, and drive or go straight there. A lot lot of options. From what I understand, the two best fly-in options in regards to uh, not too much of a drive are, are Atlanta, which is two hours away or Charlotte, which is about two hours away. Mm. Um, but you know, you do the risk you run there. There's just a lot of moving parts. Right. Uh, you can fly into Augusta, but it's really cost prohibitive because that, that is a small regional airport that's, with yeah, not many that's, flights per day. Right. That's, that's only for fancy schmancy golfers. That's, no, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, that's was, what I was looking at. It was it was not cheap. I flew in last time, but I was on you're their the dime. Honcho. Well, you're the no, honcho. I was on their dime. Yeah. So that was that was awesome. Yeah, we, we do have a, a compensation package from Joe Fest, uh, but it is it does not include travel. So <laughs> so we'll let we'll let Mark figure it out. Um if Mark, if you could get to, to uh like Louisville, Kentucky, we'll pick you up. Hmm. I might stay with my friend Jim. <laughs> as as I as I extend the smallest of <laughs> right of olive branches. You go out of your way, huh? If you can get to Savannah, we'll pick you up. <laughs> right. 
Right. We we will we will drive the length of Georgia for you, but that is all. <laughs> hey, Georgia's not small. All right. That's true. It's it's really it we, we make it sound like it's this Rhode Island sized state, but it's it is not. It is humongous. There's a That's lot of true. nothing going on. Yeah. A lot of a lot peach, of peach orchards. A lot of ups and downs in that mm-hmm. northern part of the state. But um uh, Dustin Jeffrey says he he needs a what's on Joe mind clicky pen. Yes, All of do. America needs a what's on Joe mind clicky pen, and I should have plenty of them for the trip. Mm-hmm. So come on down, get a clicky pen, uh, maybe a business card, and and maybe we'll have something else cooked up by that point too. Um, folks at Mark II Design are working on some goodies as well, so we'll have something to add to that in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, so if you needed a reason to to get to Augusta, I mean we're going, so that's all the reason you need. Yep, we're going. We're we're guests. We're official. We'll be hanging out at the uh, the Grindstone Toys booth when when you see us hanging around. Anyway, I'll be running around the show show floor looking for an uh, exquisite version Hyatt Toys Storm Shadow. Right. Bring them all to me, <laughs> or just one, pick. or one, <laughs> or just one. Yes. One's plenty. And I will trade you issue 18 of X-Men Red. Yes. <laughs> Autograph, so if you you're, like. <laughs> you're going home empty-handed then, huh? <laughs> Probably. X-Men, <laughs> issue 18 of X-Men Red and $30. Right? <laughs> we can haggle. Oh, my God. And, uh, that's it for community calendar. Good lord, can we could we possibly do any more? No, no, we could. We probably could. I mean, we probably could, yes, but uh, I'm afraid of what that might bring. <clears throat> Terrified, even. Community calendar. Community calendar. Community calendar. Community calendar. The dude in the in the burning pentagram were those Jawas in the background? Uh, probably. Did, did you just say the dude? Yeah, that's Billy Idol. I mean, it didn't sound like Billy Idol. Just saying. Oh, he's reading murder books and trying to stay hip. Yeah, I don't know. I was just looking right? at the the cult of Jawas around him. It's eyes without a face, man. Yeah. It's the big kind of like, like the Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good point. Just bring your Slaughter's Marauders barbecue for the Honcho to sign. That's not a yeah. bad idea. For a nominal fee. Yep. <laughs> Inscriptions are extra. <laughs> personalize it for 10 bucks. Yep. He'll not personalize it for 20. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> that got us that got us banned 10 minutes ago. Come on. That's good, that's good <laughs> advice. Look, that's good advice. That's just solid advice. I don't care who you are. I don't think we put that one on the t-shirt. All right.
Not yet, anyway. Uh, I mean, get your get your own, uh, you know, Joe Fest. You know what? We we should put together a Joe Fest exclusive. What's on Joe Mind T-shirt? I need to I need to get to work on that. How about this? How about this? It's just a slogan. Like in life, aim for applause, avoid the clap. Ooh. I still want to see how we're going to do our Billy Idol Jawa Eyes Without a Face T-shirt without getting sued. <laughs> Much less how we're going to pull that one off um, during our panel, because mm. we we are uh, scheduled to to do a panel. More details on that uh, forthcoming as we get to that one. Billy Idol may come after us, right? But <laughs> also a reminder Bane. that that the uh, the twisted morass that is uh, community calendar brought to you by Roma Collectibles. Uh, Roma Collectibles, the official nomadic homeless toy store of what's on Joe Mind, but there is also Roma Collectibles, the toy store. Uh, happening in Springfield, Ohio, on Upper Valley Pike. You can see the, the store hours there. Closed Monday and Tuesday, uh, Wednesday through Saturday, 12 to 7, Sunday, 12 to 5. And as always, folks, uh, you can see our proprietors there uh, looking happy in the picture. Do not let them, do not let them bite you. Mm-hmm. Um, should they approach you with teeth bared, uh, be sure to just like shine a bright light at them. That tends to to, to mm-hmm. get them to back off, kind of kind of like vampires. Um, but you don't get that cool eternal life thing going if they bite you, you just bleed. No, you just, so you don't just, let them you just end up working at Roma Collectibles. Right. Um, so again, Community Calendar brought to you by Roma Collectibles, the official traveling vintage toy retailer of What's on Joe Mind. It's kind of like those poor kids in Joe's basement. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's a living. Is that what we're going with? Is the tag in for that one? Sure. Like like the Flintstones uh, garbage disposal? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. it. It's a living. It's a living. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the news. Come on, there we go. All right, my I was stuck on the news screen for a while. You I had sure no were. idea what was going on. I, I just waited was, patiently. Yeah. Just, don't don't look afraid, Mike. Don't look afraid. <laughs> I was so, you looked afraid. I was, I was so pensive. <laughs> I was so pensive. I was like, <laughs> so, like I I played the news thing and then it was just stuck there. I'm looking at this blue globe. This blue computer generated globe graphic for for you know five seconds. I I was I like I was you, um like yeah. you called up it's like you called up the news and the headline is like Gumby's been shot. <laughs> right. You didn't know how to deal with it. Gumby has been shot. Have you seen the video? Let's take a look. Uh first news item. Do 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 do. First news item, always always great. We always get the big one out of the way first. And, of course, today it's Hasbro sucks. Um, <laughs> they uh, report came out today through any number of financial outlets. I've got CNBC up there, but it's the same bad news wherever you look. Uh, reported a 20% drop in fourth quarter revenue 
and a loss of $1.06 billion. Three billion months. with a capital B there uh, for the last three months of 2023. I'm, I'm not laughing because that's funny. I'm laughing because it's uncomfortable. Holy crap. A billion dollars in three months for toys. Holy crap. Um, they expect to cut $750 million in costs by the end of 2025. I couldn't find any reading that that um, that uh, connected that to the layoffs that were already done at the end of last year. Uh, they have already reduced inventory by 50% in 2023, uh, which is important because if you're if you're one of those Ollie shoppers out there, um, good luck. Uh, better yeah. get it while it's offered because there ain't a whole lot going on past if, that. If you're waiting for Ross, don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I mean, I I guess the 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 reported twenty percent drop in fourth quarter revenue and the 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 expected down sales year and. I mean, there's nobody left to make any toys, so I guess we shouldn't be too surprised by that. But, boo. Peppa it's, Pig. It's, right. It's it's going to be a tough year. I mean, I, I'm glad that that uh, classified is a strong seller for them. So we're we're not in a ton of a, a ton of trouble specifically in that regard. But you know, if if the whole ship goes down. Classified being a good seller isn't going to matter. Um, but um, I, wonder, I wonder if any of this is any of this tied into uh, like the overall just performance, uh, like un- the underperformance of last year's Transformers movie, or is this strictly the toy industry, like the toy the toy side of their business? I think I am because gonna... I think that'd be on Paramount's books, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, I mean, Hasbro's got to got to have some nut in the in the game there. Well, Paramount laid off 800 people today, so... Oh, really? Yeah. They did. <laughs> so, so that Transformers movie there got them go. there, then, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, Matthew Matson with an excellent question. How could they have a fourth quarter loss with all the stuff that came out in the fourth quarter? I, uh, I mean, all that stuff that came out in the fourth quarter for Joe fans, I guess. We were, we were spending out the nose, but there, there's... um. There's not a lot invested in GI Joe, right? It, it's we're a we're a small group in a in an echo chamber, so it seems like a ton to us. But there's a lot more stuff out there that they have on shelves that just ain't selling. Especially last year when um, just things were a little uh, economically depressed all over the place. So it's well, always I, yeah, it's always that's toys and toys and luxuries that suffer the suffer first and suffer hardest. So that's where I think the 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 poor performance of the Transformers movie shows they didn't sell as many Transformers toys as they were open. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the movie itself, I think that's all on they pay Hasbro the licensing fee, and I think you know it's all on Paramount's books then. Cheapest mm. big spender has it figured out. Right. They would never fired everyone's favorite ginger, they would have just been fine. Well, I mean, I guess when did Hasbro hire Conan O'Brien, though? Oh, <laughs> come on now, he's got better hair. I'll give him that. Right, but... right. S. Myers, he's 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 getting what I'm putting down there. Think past Joe. This isn't about a single brand. 
this is a economic trend and it's going to continue. Um, let, let's hope not. I, I have to think too, that part of this is just course correction. Uh, there's been a pretty drastic change in philosophy at Hasbro from the leadership of uh, the previous regime with Goldner into the current regime with, with the Cox. unfortunate, with the unfortunately named Chris Cox. And, um, and, you know, again, I'm, I'm certain, I, I'm certainly not well-heeled enough in finance to discuss the performance of each one, but there's a lot of money involved in retooling from what is viewed as an entertainment company to getting back to what is viewed as a toy manufacturer. Mm. So I, I think we're, we're in the worst part of that on top of all this. So, um, and, and. Not to be, you know, mean because we're not happy about this. Even I'm not happy about this. No, they have hemorrhaged talent for six years, largely without replacing it. To the point in the last round, an invaluable guy like Michael Kelly got let go. So they're at the part where they're letting go of people that they desperately should be trying to keep. So right, and and, and, and that time. was after laying, that was those layoffs in December were after laying off eleven hundred other folks in January. Yeah, I mean a third of everybody walked out the door last year, talented or not. Like even even if you're just some guy pushing papers around in middle management, you you've got some value if if to only alleviate the bulk. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I left Hasbro in 2017. I think I had the contact numbers or emails for 121 people I considered friends or contacts, people I want to stay in contact with moving forward. Right. 121. Now that is you know six, seven years ago almost, right? I think it's right. down, I think it's down to eleven. Like and and sure, some of them left on their own. Right, but, right. The, look, the the world is different now, and and you don't tend to have a career in one place like you used to. Whew. So some some of that turnover is just going to happen. Yeah, but but how many of those folks, Mark? How many of them were laid off? How many of them got out before they could get laid off? Hmm. Like if you went through that list and and started separating out those folks, I think that percentage would be like that would still be a scary percentage. Is, is right. Except the people that liked me were generally the smart, handsome, uh, well-to-do, talented people, right? It's the other people who should have got laid off, I'm just saying. The people who didn't like me, there was something wrong with them. Right, we, we don't, we don't uh, care what they think anyway. One in particular. <laughs> we don't care what those people think regardless, no, that's fine. No. But, but this, uh, is bad all, this is bad all around. Yeah, this this is terrible big picture news. And um, again, we're kind of lucky in that being a show that uh, uh, focuses on G.I. Joe almost exclusively, uh, things have been pretty rosy for G.I. Joe in comparison to this in recent times. So we, we, we don't deal with this stuff a whole lot. It seems almost out of tune with the rest of the program that we put together. But th this is always the black cloud looming over the top of 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 the GI Joe brand, even even right now. And what is uh, at least for us collectors, us older collectors, a, a nice bellwether period. Um, the fact that that Hasbro just seems to be just just taking on water every time you turn around. 
But um, yeah, I, 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 there's a lot of questions going through in the live chat. I don't have answers for you. I think, I think the answers are just depressing, and it's a whole other discussion mm-hmm. about. And and it it probably lays out some of the the greater ills of society in general here in the the 2020s. Uh, so I don't necessarily want to get into that here. But yeah, just just bad news from from the folks at Hasbro and and good good luck if that's what you you're still doing. Uh, we we feel for you. Hang in there and and hope it gets better and and uh, I guess we keep making good stuff and we'll keep buying it. Hope it's enough. Mm-hmm. Next news item. Dude. That's all I had. All right. I thought you guys were going to blame Marauders Barbecue. All right. Um, sales on that are through the roof. I just got rid of one. Right. <laughs> I mean, Mark Mark saw a 100% jump in sales yeah. on that and just in the fourth quarter. We are 100% sold out. Apparently, I was the only one selling Hasbro products in the fourth quarter. <laughs> but uh, Renegade Con announced this week uh, their 10th anniversary event is going to happen on March 1st. That is on their YouTube channel. Uh, amongst the uh, any number of, uh, of new products there, we've got a, an addition to the G.I. Joe deck building game based on Silent Interlude. Sweet. You can see Snake Eyes there parachuting in on Destro's castle. That, that promises to be really cool. Uh, also, there is a mission critical expansion called Cobra Ascendant, which features uh, Serpentor and the Twins and Bazooka and Rock and Roll. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Both of those are available for pre-order now. Uh, the action games reveals happen on th- at three o'clock. I think it's uh, Pacific time on March first for Renegade Con. So be sure to set that set your calendar for that. Tune in for that. Um, I apologize. This is all I had usable pictures for. Was this shot right here? So yeah. We'll have more next week. We'll, we'll show off a little bit more next week. We want to make you aware of it all the same this week. That is happening March 1st, Renegade Con, 10th anniversary event on the YouTubes. Our neighbors, our good friends. Uh, check it out. Joe, you playing any of these games? I am. Uh, I've played uh, I've played them both. I like them both. Uh, I think I we had more fun with Mission Critical, but um, that is because... <laughs> we're uh we missed a crucial part of the rules in the deck builder <laughs> and like i'm not i'm not even joking we have like three three quarters of the way through the game we barely had any cards to play and, and one of us I, i'm not saying it was me but we looked at this rule and we looked at the name of the game which is deck builder and we realized we weren't building a deck we were just using the deck we got dealt you were you're playing uno I swear to God, right? And the three of us, three of us couldn't stop laughing because whatever the whatever the the movement, I forget what it was, but something to the rules where you you're supposed to draw more cards, and we just none of us thought to do it. So, uh, so, but we had fun doing it. But I, I really like Mission Critical. Yeah, Mission Critical is fun. I've I've heard good things about it, but unfortunately, yeah. I, I I I don't have it. I've yeah, I've gotten I've gotten all these um uh the what sucks is they don't ship they don't ship your order until you get all this pre-order stuff in so if you go in and you buy a bunch of stuff and you happen to have a pre-order on it it's got to sit there till everything pre-orders so uh there's some things i'm waiting to get but um i dig it and i'm yeah they had a like a yeah even the rpg stuff i get 
I buy those books. I don't read them. Just pre-order everything separately. <laughs> pre-order everything, get it, put it on yourself, and go, one day there'll be another pandemic, and, it, and then I'll have time to play it. Right. You'll you'll <laughs> settle down in, in your isolation with Toilet Eel. Right. right. Oh, well, you don't and, even know. Uh, which I, I still can't believe that that's the name she chose for herself. I refuse to, <laughs> my I refuse wife, to accept my that. My wife is an amazing woman, man. You To know her is to love her and to laugh. So. I, I, I don't dispute that. I'm just saying that <laughs> Toilet Teal, I refuse to believe. I refuse just to believe that she chose that for herself. Just wait. and Pay attention to my show. Just wait. Next week, our special guest, Joe Slepsky's wife. No. <laughs> no. She would look at me and go, Who? Oh? No. no. She'd be like, no. I don't want to talk to those weirdos. Right. I imagine she's she's heard the stories at this point. I don't think there'll be a flat no. She'd probably go, wait, which show? No, no she that. knows. Not she that. knows. No. She knows. She 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 and a friend went out to dinner tonight to give me the house alone because they couldn't handle all this hot, hot Joe talk. Right. <laughs> woo! Woo! She <laughs> She's and she's always in the, she's in the other room when I'm recording. Every time she hears me go extreme, I can she just shakes her head and is like, "Oh my god, what have I?" Just the the inherent weirdness that is what's on Joe' mind. Meow, 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 meow. That's right. <laughs> when in doubt, I'll just drop that 20 seconds of cat mm -hmm. fight in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got no problems. Do it. Cat brawl. You need to drop some Joey Styles play by play over it. It'd be incredible. Cat fight. Cat fight. I would, that would require some kind of actual activity. Mm -hmm. I, I used to like be able to do that. Yeah, like Mr. Sacco, he's he's uh, he's used to having it easy. He's he lives with senior citizens up up there in the North Hinterlands. He's not used to having to actually wrestle. So right, that's that's why I go. That's why I show up, and I, I that's why I play with him. It tires him out. Yeah, when you show up pushing that shopping cart full of weapons and plunder in the door, he knows it's on. He knows it's on. He's he's reaching for that stop sign himself. Right, like, like, uh, the shopping bag full of cat treats. New Jack's back. Uh. I can't believe this is selling tickets. Anyway. <laughs> March 1st. Tune into the Renegade Con or the Renegade Game Studios YouTube channel for Renegade Con's 10th anniversary show. Next news item. Do, 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 do. That was clever. Oh no! Right, leaked, <laughs> leaked, classified images. What are you oh knowing for? This is kind of neat. We didn't expect. Oh, we didn't expect to see this, even if it's not entirely surprising. He's he's upset. He could have held out for more on that barbecue sale. No, who wants right? to split a two pack with me? Nobody. I get the good half. I, I think there would pe be people to argue with you on which the good half. Yeah, you? that's that's a great two pack. Are you kidding me? You want half of it? I'll uh, take the we'll top go. half. You take the bottom half. Well, wait a minute, that's not how it works. <laughs> heads or tails, huh? I'll take the waist, <laughs> the waist, the heads, the shoulders, and the eagle. 
But anyways, uh, there looks to be a deluxe Mad Marauders Sergeant Slaughter and a two-pack Mad Marauders Low Light and Spirit uh, out there in the ether waiting for somebody to to uh, get it shipped to them and distribute it. Don't have any details for you as far as who's going to be selling this stuff. Uh, Apparently, your as good as, right. Your guess is as good as mine on any of it. Uh, looks like Sarge has the same stuff that he had uh, the first time around, plus maybe those uh, those uh, big boa boxing gloves, which is kind of cool. And the uh, weight and then, set. And, and the weight set and um, and spirit there in the two-pack. That's not freedom. Nope. Uh, that is Neo. Is the name of the bird on there. And that is, apparently is... is uh, what, what was it? Is it Nava? No. Neo? N-I-Y-O-L and that was either Apache or, or Navajo, I forget, uh, but it, it translated as wind. Um, it's basically freedom with a, a, a darker paint job. It, is there an in-canon excuse for freedom's absence? Yeah, he traded her in for a younger girl. Yeah, has freedom gone injured? Like Look, what? Spirit, Spirit is building yeah. an he's building an aviary. Right? He's got a whole whole cadre of bird friends i'm here that way for they that way they spread the wealth right now i'd prefer to believe the idea that rap show stole his other bird yeah maybe he stole one of rap shows hey i'm about to say rap show is is uh being held prisoner in destro's dungeon right now so i guess that's fair uh looks like they've got some uh some changes on the box coming the, the the name's on the top instead of on the bottom. Yeah, in tiny tiny print. And look at all this. Look at all that spare room on the bottom of that box. Yeah, I. Well we, done. We we sure these are legit. <laughs> Again, you know as much as I do. Um, it, they they came through the Facebook groups. Uh, this is where they popped up for me. So uh, again, take take from it what you will. Uh, look, we're not surprised that repaints are, are on the list. You know, we've been no, talking about no, when yeah. these were going to show up for, for, for a while now. So I guess it, it's, uh, it's only now we just know that they're on the clock, right? They'll, they'll be popping up before the end of the year, I'm sure. So, and I hate to break it to you, Rob, but them being executed poorly doesn't mean they're a knockoff or fake product. Yeah, I know. I do. <laughs> It but, might be what they really wanted to do. Could we make? I can just see the meeting. I like it, but could we make the logo smaller? It's really filling up all the space there on the box. We really want people to look for it. We really want them to to give it some thought, so they really know what they're what they're buying. Can we blam like, this up a little? The logo's so small. Hey, could we put G.I. Joe on the very top of the box, but real small? Well, yeah, but we'd have to drop the font of the names of the characters to half the size. That's okay. That's fine. That's okay. not important. Yeah. That being said, and I do I, I don't care at all for Slaughter's Marauders stuff ever, other than the vehicles. Uh, but the spirit looks pretty damn good. I'm digging the spirit. The low light I can absolutely do without. So if anybody wants low light and not spirit, give me a ring. We can make it work. 
Yeah, well, I, I think I think that just ruined your deal with Joe Slepsky there. Mark. Yeah, but it might might have made it with Joe Colton, right? <laughs> yeah, she's a low, she's a low light fan. That's I true. Like low light. I like spirit. I like them both. Do you I like, like low? Do you like low light in bright gear that'll make him stand out as a night sniper? I do. Yeah. I like I like my low light blonde. Yeah, that's true. I like I like low light going into whoever's outfitting the Joes and going. I need colors that pop. <laughs> I like Santa. I like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Well, Sergeant Slaughter just looks like he's a, a box of Neapolitan ice cream, like strangely colored Neapolitan yeah. ice cream. <laughs> that does make him faithful to the original on that one. Though. Yeah, well, no, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, again, if if you like Slaughter's Marauders, then the Mad Marauders work for you. If you don't, they don't. Yeah, uh, take from it what you will. Uh, again, I have no no hard and fast real information for you in regards to when these are going to happen. Or, or if these are, I mean, technically, there's still a chance that these aren't even legitimate because um, those, those, that packaging is really, really not good looking. So who knows? Maybe, maybe it's mock-up packaging. Maybe it's custom packaging. Who knows? But we'll find out more as time goes on. These are again just leaked images from somewhere overseas. So we'll find out later. Uh, and along those lines, next news item. Do 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 do. I'm I'm trying to place that and I have no idea. Hey. But uh Entertainment Earth's drop zone. This this came through while we were doing last night, last week's show, so it, it's a bit of a of an oldie for us. But uh on the on leap day on February 29th, uh we'll we'll hear more from the folks at Hasbro, I'm gonna guess, because they've got a a uh a write-up here at Entertainment Earth that's full of um, classified puns. So, um, I, you know, they haven't announced it yet, but be ready for some kind of live streaming event from Hasbro, uh, Thursday, the 29th of February. Excuse me. I'm, I'm all the clamped here. Right. Do you know, hey, who, do you know, who, do you know whose birthday that is? Do you know whose birthday Ooh. that is? The that is, I'm going to say like that major, is like major pop culture character. Superman. You got it. Oh, rack time, Robin. Of course you know that. And you know why rack day? time. You know why the official reason was. I forget. Because Krypton follows the Earth calendar? No, because it's the most special day of the year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, hey, don't, that's what DC said. But yeah, because it's the most unique day of all time. Diana oh, Davis says that. on February 29th, Cullen turns 13. No, I wouldn't let that get around. No, <laughs> yeah. I would not. I would not let that get around. I know you in, in low 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 for a while, Diana, there's nothing wrong with dating a younger man, but right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know in like in normal human years, he's like 52 or something, but you know, it, it's, um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's look out on that one, would you? The hell of a beard on that 13 year old, though. Yeah, that's hey, how is he on a stationary Settle bike down. that powers electricity? <laughs> that's a good point. Hey, uh, I got, before, a, I got a position open for him. <laughs> before we get away from this, uh, I don't I don't know if people even know the name, but one of the smartest guys at Hasbro when I was there, uh, a guy named Billy Lagore, is the new CEO of Entertainment Earth. And he's crazy smart and good at his job. 
So I think Entertainment Earth has been kind of an afterthought for collectors for some time, but he he absolutely knows the business and knows what he's doing. So keep your eye on Entertainment Earth. I don't know how quickly he'll be able to, to make changes, but he's dig it flat out brilliant. So maybe good things ahead. There you go. And um, really entertainment, the drop zone there has any number of Hasbro events through the month of February. So don't be surprised if maybe something else happens uh, somewhere along the line. Who, who can tell, right? I, I mean, just because I didn't think any of those were necessarily related to GI Joe product doesn't mean that they aren't. Um, so keep your keep always keep an eye on the drop zone at Entertainment Earth. Maybe if you guys figure something out, by all means, let me know. I'm always willing to uh, steal content from you. I mean, take Maybe customer in Marauders figures. <laughs> yeah, take take input from from the fans. Um, <laughs> Whoa! There's Ban Colin. yourself. Ban yourself. There we go. There he is. <laughs> hey, cheapest big spend is trying to bait me. Hey, cheapest big spender, yeah, yeah. that, that day would be September 22nd. And uh, the statement there is, see, what Superman's birthday is important because his I-beams work. When is Cyclops' birthday? Cyclops' birthday is September 22nd. I thought it was, De I thought it was December 25th because he's Marvel no. Jesus. Yeah, see, see, uh, Cyclops, is, Cyclops is notable because his I-beams always work. See, Superman's are good because he can turn them off. Oh, Cyclops is must be nice to have all the powers and they all work all the time. I'm just saying it is. That's why he's Superman. That's why he's, he's Superman. So, he's That's... so interesting. And and if he gets a had... spaceship with fists. If well, I'll give him that. <laughs> no arguing that. But <laughs> the only thing that would be better than Superman is more Superman. Like from other Earths. So good. Next multiverse item. Do, 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 do. He needs to read Superman Red Sun. Next news item. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh. Oh. Man, that's some <laughs> gimmick infringement right there. And now I'm on the bottom. This is some bullshit. I'm going to put you down there with the crawl. There you, how do you like that? Fine. How do you like them apples there, pal? Hey, man. At least I got thick in the crotch right below my face. I'm digging <laughs> that. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. You've changed up now. Now you got plugged the damn show. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> right below the face is the best place for thick in the crotch. That's the point. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, uh, hey. I'm not uh, here to uh, think, Sam. Uh, on the YouTube uh, interview on the YouTube channel, Robo Don't Know, which I don't know anything about. Don't ask me. Uh, Brian Flynn from Super 7, he's the guy who runs the place, announced that they would have a mass device announcement at Joe Fest. Uh, Super 7 is in attendance officially at Joe Fest. They will have a booth, uh, which is pretty cool. That's a that's a that's an O-ring kind of crowd, so uh, nice to have the O-ring manufacturer on hand. And uh, they will have some kind of mass device announcement for us in June. So just a a little bit of time, only you know, three months, four months uh, before that happens. But hey, it it came out this past week, so why not, dude? That's a really good idea, isn't it? Though you, you could make it 
reaction sized or you could make it ultimate sized and it's close enough to six inch that you don't even need to collect either of their lines. And if you're a Joe fan, you probably want it. Yeah. Because nobody got that last piece to put together the Hasbro one. Come I on. did. Come on. I did too, yeah. Yeah, I did too, but I had to pay through the nose for it. See, I, I walked into a I walked into a what is it? A, a Mervin's? What's it? What are those things? Oh, Marshall's. No. Okay. And uh, it, there was a big stack of them. And it was all like that first one and that second one. Then at the very bottom of this stack of like 25 four-pack figure sets is a uh, four-pack number five with with the transmitter on it. And I, I let the rest of them fall. Yeah. I just <laughs> tried to pull it out like, like the tablecloth on the table setting there. Right. You know? And, uh, you know, I it, it crashed down and everybody in the store is looking at me and I just was like, uh, sorry. I know I, I know I've told the story before, but in case uh, people haven't heard it, the one of the last Joe items I had planned that got canceled because Walmart or because Toys R Us got away from vehicle packs was going to be an Arctic dragonfly against a polar stinger. So a stinger jute done in white. And what they were what they were after, and what you would have seen on the cover was uh, the winch on the dragonfly was pulling up the hard to find piece of the mass device, and it was attached by two. They would have been soft rubber tow cables, the size of the Wolverine tow cable, but brand new and not not breaky like the original one was different color of course but you right. could have used it on vintage wolverines and vintage maulers and you would have got two of them so you only needed to buy one set to re-outfit your old vehicles had yeah. that coming for you that's awesome it didn't happen though uh, sam myers asks did you guys see when big bad toy store briefly had the sigma or super seven sigma seven who super seven, seven. Oh. it's back baby Justin uh, Bell just had a heart attack. <laughs> the Super 7 O-Rig figures with an October release date and then pulled off website. We did, actually. I think we did a news item on those. Um, but, uh, yeah, they... they uh, I, I was surprised they were waiting that long to get those out there, but, but whatever. I just hope um, Super 7 doesn't make us... runs us better than their last campaign... Because if not, we're going to have to dig up the catalytic elements ourselves. I hope it's a little bit bigger in scale in regards to uh, the figures as yeah. this this one was. Like I, I like this, and I, I really appreciate that they got that out there uh, for the four inch figures. But the mass device was this big ass thing, right? And, yeah. and this one was this one's almost conversational. So, and it's got, like, it's got treads, it rolls around. No, man, the mass device just sits in the basement of the Cobra headquarters. It's too big to move around on treads. It had treads. I guess. I, I, ho I hope it's reaction sized. I'd rather pay 80 bucks for this than have to decide if it's worth 220, right? Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is a thing that's just a big square with a with a gun on top like this is, that big square can be hollow. If it's they not can gonna get, cost a whole lot. If they can get that screen 
to uh, be an actual monitor where you can like run episodes of the show on, then then you're in the hundreds. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not it's not unfeasible. You know what I mean? Like a little LCD. I mean, that's that's totally doable. Like a, the size of a Switch, Nintendo Switch kind of thing. And then you could, uh, you know, run Wi-Fi and run YouTube on it or something. That'd be amazing. All is I a, know is we're going to have to fight tube worms. Right? And that water is going to be heavy. Hey, is there, I can't tell from this angle, is there a seat on the top for Naked Duke to sit on? Copyright Diana Davis. Naked Duke needs no furniture. That's no he, he sits where he wants. <laughs> and sometimes it's right on top of the mass device. Uh, uh, Jake, notes that you're killing him. Uh, and frankly, now that I've put that up there, that does make you liable in a court of law. And, uh, next news item. Uh, Oh, I, wait, 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 wait. I've re, I, yeah, I'm rethinking this. So Torpedo 83 just said tablet compatible. Now I'm rethinking this whole thing. Absolutely. This should, could be toy size, but you make that screen a little bigger. This sits on your desk at work. You give it full Bluetooth. It lets you watch, totally watch TV and watch BS at work. Bluetooth compatible in your ear. It is a desktop monitor to watch like your third screen. Don't I'm not worry. joking. That would Don't. be, that would be an awesome, awesome like desktop desktop accoutrement don't you already have a phone for that no i have a giant screen next to me but it's but it, but your phone like imagine people walking by your desk and be like is that a mass device or an anal probe you say Thank both? You the joke and you just say about. yes yeah and be like why can't it be both like yeah. you know i'm just saying i think that would be a great uh that'd be a great conversation piece for your office space but please please continue and if they took it away from you it would be your x screen yeah, it would be your. It would totally be an X screen. Oh my gosh! Show yourself out. Here we go. <laughs> no, that's that's Mike's job. He shows me out. Next news item. Hey, congratulations to our buddy Eric over at Surveillanceport. They went 365 consecutive days making a post on GI Joe news. Look, we do this thing once a week, and that's entirely too often. So I can't imagine putting out content 365 days in a row. That's crazy. That's so a round of applause for, for our friend Eric over at Surveillance Court. Uh, well done, sir. Look, a round of applause. Oh, yeah, you deserve that. But think about Good it, 365, God. that's Christmas, that's New Year's, nope. that's anniversaries, that's Cyclops' birthday. Like... Well, imagine if I they mean, started this year it would have been 366 we uh we work on cyclops's birthday on purpose mark mm -hmm. even if it falls as a even if it falls on a sunday right like that's just that's something fair we do. enough fair enough uh steve young two-time all pro quarterback asked uh, have you guys ever thought about having Robo as a guest? And I would have to say no, because I don't know who Robo is. Robocop. Sure. He, Peter Weller. Peter Weller did. He no, be an he amazing freed, guy. He freed Sting from the cage at Capital Combat. Right. I He played a mean cornet. Mm -hmm. I saw him on The Tonight Show playing trumpet once. So yeah, He's awesome. He, he was good. He's a professor at, uh, what is it, Ithaca College? Mm. 
Yeah, like it, he's uh, Peter Weller. He's he's brilliant. Peter's brilliant. He's a dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a dude. Anyways, congratulations, Eric. Good job. We appreciate you. Always my first stop to see if I missed something on news. Um, so we wanted to make sure you got your recognition here. Next news item. Do, do, do. On Kickstarter, more news as it happens by David Gillis and Brian Hickey. It's uh, heading into the final stretch. That is funding until February 23rd at about 1 o'clock Eastern. I decided to put up some of the shots from the book. You can see uh, inside its glorious pages. This one needs your help. So if you haven't pledged here yet, by all means, check it out and decide if it's for you. Um, uh, from our friends over at Total Toy Books, including uh, Brian Hickey, who'll be at Joe Fest, by the way. He'll be there with us. He'll be, he's part of the What's on Joe Mind Irish contingent. Mm -hmm. They like to fight. No, they're very pleasant. Really? More so than we are. Now that's true. That's not hard. Right? They're foul-mouthed, but they, they're not really fighters. Anyways, uh, more news as it happens with David by David Gillis. Hey, again, needs needs your help. So if you're if you're interested at all in the a book chock full of action force photography and customs and history, uh, check this one out and, and get it pledged. I got my pledge in yesterday, uh, so follow in in kind. Let's get this one done. Joe Slepsky, you in on this one? Not yet. Not yet. I'm checking it out right now. There's uh, nine days left to go. They've got a they've got a ways to go on that stretch. I hope they make it. Right, right. This, yeah, again, this one needs our help. I've been covering Action Force lately on my show, and it is very intriguing to me. It, it for something that's it. It's really. It's so close and yet so far, right? Yeah, like it's like that it, um, uncanny valley of GI Joe. You know, it's so it's neat. It's that little half turn difference from what we're yeah. used to being uh, GI Joe, and, and so that's that's really the appeal there, right? Right. It's yeah, it's kind it's, of different from the other foreign versions of Joe, where it's just kind of the same. Excuse me, the same characters without any story attached to them. They just look a little different because. Mm -hmm paint plastic differences or what have you like there's actually a story to action force there's that a full is, con yeah there's a full continuity with different introductions for i mean you know yeah yeah, it, yeah it's pretty cool different relationships you know like like between duster and cobra commander is just a little bit different and mm -hmm. yeah really it's, right. it's 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 been it's been neat digging into that from for, for me I've, I've it's all new to me so i wish there was a story for some of them fun school joes right like who convinced beachhead to wear zubas <laughs> it, it, Who it's, decided Zap's code name should be Bill, right? <laughs> Bill. I mean, look, Beachhead has always been on the forefront of fashion and comfort. So <laughs> yeah. who's to say? I mean, Zubas are the choice. Yeah. If you if you want to make a statement and and be comfortable, that's the way you go. Uh, it's kind of the Moon Knight <laughs> thing, right? Why does he wear white? Because he wants people to see him coming. So right. Beachhead's just like, give me some tiger stripe banana pants and drop me in the jungle. Let's so go. So people think that he stopped buying pants 35 right. years He was the third road warrior, apparently. So, not bad. But, um, so anyways, get over to Kickstarter. Uh, give a search to more news at it as it happens. Uh, check that one out. We've got a link to it 
down in the big boy comment section down below. So you can just click there too. Uh, you know check what, that one out. You know what sticks out about that whirlwind Wolverine combo down there? It's missing, a toe, it's missing a toe cable. They should have made my Arctic set. Oh yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Boom. Tying it all together. Right. Right. It's all about me. Next news item. Do, 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 do. While you're on Kickstarter, uh, our our friends over at After Action Report, their book, History of G.I. Joe, number 21, uh, in full full speed ahead, right? Uh, this one's most of the way there. Racktime Rob, give me an update. All right. With 23 days to go, it has 94 backers and pledged $6,677 on an $8,000 goal. So it's All right. chugging along nicely. Right. Go. Less than $200 to go. And it's always telling with these book ones because they don't follow the same arc that the toy ones do, right? Like the toy ones always have this explosion out of the gate and this explosion at, at the end. The book ones, it's always just kind of, you. if you're making a pledge, you're buying a book. So just keep stacking those pledges up. Uh, make sure you get this, check this one out. Again, you talk to, uh, we talked to Josh and Roger just a couple of weeks ago on episode 293. That would be three weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, so be sure to check that out. One, check that one out. It's everything you could have possibly wanted to know about GI Joe number twenty-one. Easily one of the most uh, important comic books of of our generation and of all time. Yep. I was hoping for more, Joe Slepsky. I was hoping for more. Uh well, to be honest, I'm I'm clicking through to it. Yeah, like what I loved about their 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 other books is that they they go to the they go to the lengths to uncover all the different variations of the print stuff. Um, so it's not just about the behind the scenes stuff. It's about the, the production of these things. Um, that's always fascinating to me. I love the history, the actual history of the comic book market and the production of comic books. You know, that's fascinating to me. Um, so that's what I really dug about uh, the after action report books that I've, that I've gotten. Uh, so, and, and 21 has had a lot of, mystery you know over the years a lot of people forgetting this and forgetting that and who drew this and who did that and why was this done and all that stuff so uh yeah a deep dive like this it just smacks of becoming the uh the final word you know and the go-to so get in on it early so that you're not left behind cheapest big spender says anytime you announce a kickstarter you should play five and a half seconds of motley cruise kickstart my heart to build up excitement <laughs> and that's not a terrible idea you know what's a um, better idea? Play 12 seconds of it. Yeah, Mark would destroy it, though, so yeah. I, I don't want to... I just want to get to the that. guitar bridge. We'll be okay. <laughs> then we're banned in Uzbekistan. That that part where it slows down at the middle. You know, we, yeah. don't, we don't need to hear them talking about it. No, yeah, we get just, out. Yeah. Just that first minute and a half. That's... Mm -hmm. Anyways. Uh, so, again, head over to Kickstarter. Uh, punch in after action or just go ahead and click the link that we have for that one down below. Uh, check that one out. Should, should fund no problem. Still got a long way to go, but Hey, get your pledge in now. Just, just make it academic. Hey, Roger's in the crowd tonight. What's hey. up? Roger, do we never not plug the damn book? Come on. No, we always plug the damn book. Unlike certain people in the damn show, which not Roger, but Anyways, next news item. 
Forgot Mark's a big NXS guy. Who isn't? Come on. Well, I mean, right, but NXS is amazing. So good. Uh, Heavy Armor Toys, they're, they're Commandos Wave 2. We told you last week they are available for pre order now on their website. That is hatoys.ecrater.com. You can see the four varieties that are making up Wave 2 right there on your screen. We got dude in a ball cap. We got dude with a mustache. And I think we got brown hair dude and blonde dude. I don't know if we've got ginger dude. Maybe he's wave three. Yeah, come on now. Right? That's all but, anybody uh, would order. You'd throw the production. Uh, fair enough. Maybe maybe ginger commando is its own wave. I gotta say, that's the that's the zappiest zap head that ever zapped, I think. <laughs> that's like if Mario enlisted right there. That's <laughs> that's a thicker mustache. Is he gonna wait, you think he's bad now? Wait till he eats a mushroom. Holy right. shit. <laughs> it's a me, Cobra. <laughs> he throws fire sometimes too. It's pretty awesome. Right. <laughs> when he's when he's in the red shirt, look out. Yeah, don't don't fuck with that. <laughs> oh, Firefly says last time I went to E Crater, I almost fell in. Well, go ahead and fall into heavy armor toys, Commandos Wave 2. Available for pre-order right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next news item. And of course, uh, Skeletron, same thing. Uh, Head over to Skeletron.com for the Gyre Wolf, Wolf Trooper, and O-Ring Wolf wolf Trooper, all available. $26.99 a piece. Just $4 shipping in the U.S. Uh, So, you know, buy multiples, and that that price evens out pretty nicely for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also get the, the Skeledrones, which are just lovely on a whole number of levels. Uh, get a three pack of them for seventeen ninety nine. Joe Slepsky, in on on any of these? No, I'm not in on them, but they are good looking. Yeah, they are good looking. I'm a uh, I've always been a front runner. I got to be honest when it comes to stuff like this. I tend to go brand only. It's rare that I that I branch out and do some of the side stuff. Don't hate me. I just it's just the way I was born. And uh, so a lot of the stuff I'm seeing for the first time, these look really great. These look really really great. They are. I mean, fantastic, Joe. Pop- we yeah, fantastic. A lot of our friends' stuff. These are so good. Yeah, the detail on them is, oh. is, is really wild. Yeah, Joe, you you trust us, right? We wouldn't oh. we wouldn't lead you to our no. friends if they didn't yeah, make awesome stuff. Well, that's 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 the thing. Like, I I love a lot of this. I really appreciate a lot of stuff. But you know, when it comes to the limited space I got, you know, um, but. We know yeah, this, we this know some really talented bastards, Joe. You got to get on board here. I know, I know. <laughs> well, listen. Anytime they want to come on the show and promote it, I love telling people about this stuff for sure. I mean, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's, harass, that's good looking. We harass and harangue you into buying action figures. Oh, do it, guys. That guy, and then the O-ring guy. If it gets you in any trouble, Joe, you you have toilet heel. Call me. <laughs> and, I, and I will, I will not pick up the phone because I don't want to get yelled at. But you have to call me, Mike. We were in Chicago for a hot blip two weeks ago, and I absolutely thought about reaching out to you, but I barely had time to see my own family. Next time we're there for, next time we're there for longer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up. Look, it, it's it's difficult, man, because Chicago is is a it's a good haul for us. Like oh, it's I'll come away. to Indianapolis, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, all right, Ooh, yeah, we'll be I'll here. come to you. I mean, I'm not saying we wouldn't come to Chicago for you. 
No, I'll come I'm to you. That, that, that's always an iffy prospect in the winter to begin with. We'll hit some good toy stores. Uh, I know where there's a couple. Yeah. So, so you'll travel to see Joe, but not Webb. All right. That's the well, I mean, if Webb lived in Chicago, we'd probably. I, I've never been. I've never. I've never been to Pro, uh, Rhode Island. I've never oh, been there. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> I drove through it once. Just wait till on the a, bridge is fixed. Yeah, right. Cub... You can't get the Providence right now. <laughs> <laughs> on a Cub Scout trip to Boston, I dr we drove through it once. So. I've been to Rhode Island in the sense that uh, we were on a charter bus for an hour. Yeah, I got, well, a, I got a niece going to school in Boston, so I'll tell you what: if we ever go visit her, yeah, Mark, I'll be there. Oh, it's great. We condemned all our bridges, so we've never been more Rhode Island than right now. It's great. <laughs> Come on down. It's like the pandemic all over again. I'm telling you. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey asks, how's traffic in Providence? Here's the best bit. Dude, I was fast and the furious today. We got, it was a snow day because they were pro projecting like six to eight inches of snow. It was actually four inches overnight, then four more inches this morning. But I'm going into work, baby, because it's nice to be able to go into work. And I'm on 95 North and they have the three staggered plows clearing off the entire thing. But there's a fourth exit lane that goes for a long time. They're going 20 miles an hour. And the dude in front of me did this, and I followed suit. I passed them in the exit lane and got in front of the three 20-mile-an-hour snowplows right as that exit lane disappeared. And I was the only visible car on I-95 in the daytime for like 10 minutes. It was awesome. So it was not jammed. It was not jammed. It was my personal four-lane freeway for a long time. So, digging that it was jammed with snow. That was it, right? Come on, and just people—they overdo the snow thing out here so bad. Just go drive medium, keep the wheels moving, you'll be fine. I agree, a hundred percent, man. And that—that's a snow driving tips from L.A. Joe Slepsky. Chicago, right. Chicago, just yeah. thank you. And and Bend, Oregon, Mark Weber, <laughs> where it took when we were this is the old man bit. When we were a kid in Bend, it took a foot to maybe cancel school. Not always, maybe. So these uh these New Englanders are soft, man. Next news item. Do 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 do. Hey, that brings us to the end of the news. Uh, remember, the, the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast is your home for all Chunky Tank Kitty and Mjeller Tank news. Uh, we got some coming up um, soon. Soon, in a couple of weeks, we may have a report for you in regards to Chunky Tank Kitty and his Mjeller Tank. And maybe some other goodies as well. You never know. We'll be at Joe Fest. Uh, so there's there's certainly an opportunity for, for some uh, some more opportunities for some cool what's on Joe mind themed swag at that show. I just remembered a quick community calendar thing. Uh-huh. Uh, if anyone's in LA and if they're going to the transformers fest, trans TF con, uh, first week of March, I'll be there. No, so no. say hi. Yeah. I'll probably see Diana will, there. Will, I see you there a lot. Will you, will you be dispensing hugs? No, I don't No, I'm not that creep. Cause that, 
That's all these people want to know no, at this point. No, no, no. I'll be there. I'll be the I'll be the guy at the Transformer show who only buys G.I. Joe product. So you you heard it here first. Hugs for Joe Slepsky gets you zero dollars off your admission to TFCon. I need no hugs. I need no hugs. But I will be there though. So if anyone's going, say hi. Steve Young says, uh, just so so long as Chunky Tank Kitty is classified not O-ring. Well, you know, you've you've seen uh, Chunky Tank Kitty seems to be more compatible with the the smaller figures. We've seen him in pictures next to Beach Party 86. So um I, I, do I don't know about see, that. I want to see Chunky Tank Kitty taking on the skeledrones. That's about the same scale, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. Seems about right. But um, we'll be back in just a moment after a quick word from our friends and wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. There we go. And uh, just just so Mark doesn't feel bad, I'll I'll scooch him back Appreciate up in the top that. row there. Hey, and uh, before um, we before we lose the script, Diana Davis is only five minutes away from TFCon. You just got to take the six one nine and take it all the way around because the tennis jam. Tennis jam. <laughs> we got to keep that street going and catch surveillance port. <laughs> Anywho, uh, shit, I'm getting error messages. What? I'm gonna say, wait on it. Streamyard just popped up a, a window. Sar Streamyard is unresponsive. Do you want to close it or wait? I think we're gonna wait. <laughs> we're gonna go with wait. So, uh, I'll, I'll start the conversation first. I'll be back. Um, uh, Joe Slapsky. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some comics here. I love it. It's, I love it's, it. It's the whole main event. We're only like almost two hours in. We're gonna finally get to what we we advertised. My bread, uh, my butter. This this is so so very close to a bait and switch, but but thank God we got to it. Um, <laughs> Joe Slapsky. Yeah. The Skybound Universe. The Energon yeah. Universe. Energon. What do you think? I like it so far. I think, uh, I think it's you know we're all, sorry my dog's having a having a moment. She's uh, she's fifteen and she loves GI Joe. Um, That's fine. Uh, that 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 meets both of our requirements. We love. I, I love it. I love it. Things that love GI Joe. So far, so good. Um, I think uh, you know, like if you if you if you look at it from the from the from the Duke side, I think it's a it's a a uh, fun way to show the origins of the team. And if you look at it from the Cobra side, I, I go, why not? You absolutely should be differentiating it from, from the, um, from the real American hero version of it. Sorry. So why not lean into the weird, you know, why not lean into the Cobra law? And, and it's, and, and, you know, whether we love it or not, you know, like the, the old version of it, uh, Cobra law is canon. So it's there. So absolutely. Let's use it. There's no sense doing a separate universe 
if you're not going to take a you know take a right turn or a left turn kind of a thing that that's my take on on the whole situation and and so far quality's been great three i mean three issues but quality's been solid so i uh like i said i am loving absolutely loving duke it's fantastic uh cobra commander like i said i was when they said how weird and, and like horror book I was going to be, it's like, are we getting Cobra Law? Nah. Yeah. Oh, we got Cobra Law. You're so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about how do I feel about that one? Um, to be honest. And uh, I'm just kind of like, I, I'm going to give it the chance because I was like, well, you know, like you said, Cobra Law's canon. Let's see if they can make, you know, a silk purse out of this sales here. Yeah. There's no, there's no bad ideas. There's just yeah. bad execution. Yeah. Nah, the, yeah. I mean, you can, there's bad, there's, there's, listen, man, they, they finally brought Bucky back to life and you get winter soldier, you know, like there's, yeah. there, there's, I really believe in that. Like there, there are no bad ideas. There is just bad execution. And, uh, it, it, I, literally a why not you know like there, there if you run anything that's remotely parallel to the real american hero verse there's no reason to have a separate universe exactly there is, no, is no reason to do it so let's let's go weird and weird is what i mean the the comics have barely touched on the sunbow ever you know, like Sunbow was Sunbow, you know, in that that iteration, the, the cartoons. So this seems to be very Sunbowy, or you know, pulling from Sunbow. So yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, it uh, it does help play into some of the weirder aspects of the GI Joe mythology that we all kind mm -hmm. of accept, like you know, composite clone emperors and. Yeah, guys yeah, like, who oh, inexplicably oh. blend into the surroundings. Right, and, and when I say somebody, I mean like you know, the, the, every every other episode was a wild cobra scheme. You know, like yeah. and I, I, you know, I have no idea if they're going to do it like scheme by you know scheme of the month, that kind of a storytelling version of it. But all those wild schemes, you you're you're setting up a universe that that's got the transformers in it, that's got energon, that's got all this this crazy energy and now crazy plant life and all that. Like, yeah you know live in the wild man i'm all right with it being wild and i'm totally down with the idea that you got to do something different right it has yeah. to be different yeah. otherwise why bother right but i'm partially bent because i didn't like cobra law and there's a lot of joe fans who sure. hated cobra law so if you wanted to make it different that's great but if you're gonna if you're gonna grow it from poison soil almost at least half the fan base hates it so well well then i mean the, but that's what that's what ara is there for you know the ara is there to satisfy that fan base and and you know it's let's give them let's give them the the benefit of the doubt so far so far so good so far yeah. it's he comes from a crazy civilization that you know it's got some you know weirdness about it you know like like obviously I, if i recall there was no nemesis of warsaw right so you know when they're when they unveil that that's going to be amazing if you uh, if you let, like let, if you like that guy oh uh, well and yeah. if you hated him it won't matter but, oh it's that guy that i didn't like 
I, here's here's what I did like about it. If you're going Cobra Law, even, yeah. Wait, you, even beyond even beyond Cobra Law, I'm I'm so sorry. My Mary Jane's having uh, she's got some lung stuff going on. Um, even if you don't like Cobra Law, let's be real. Uh, half of the GI Joe original production era was post Cobra Law, dealt with pred aliens you know dealt with you know all this all the weird that were you know the, the weird that they were talking about that they might end up embracing you know the toys were veering weird for literally half the life of yeah of the yeah. of the of the franchise so um the entire 90s is weird but yeah but, yeah but, you I, know? but i would wave the flag and say yeah the bad half and i'm not talking bad that i didn't like it but sure. bad as in the sales weren't there it sure. didn't resonate, not at the same level. And some of that is just brand fatigue. I get yeah. that. Yeah. And that the cartoon got awful. That had a big hand in it. Too. Right. But I just, I don't know. I, I always struggle with the idea that when you're given the keys to a universe, and I know there are limitations, sure, mm -hmm. from the, the people who own it. But when you have that sandbox to play in, and your best idea is a is a twist on something that was crazy polarizing in the past or the multiverse or the multiple versions of the same hero thing. Those are the things that just rankle me. Like, God, you had that sandbox to play and create in. I, I go the other direction, man. I go the that literally the cover lot is the sandbox. That, that is a part of the sandbox that no one has ever done. And the fact that it absolutely has rankled people before, uh, take the take the take the the challenge of of making it something that people are going to care about, you know. And, and, and time will, you know, time will tell. We'll see. Um, and I don't, I don't yeah, you know, it. Right, right. We'll, we'll see. It, 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 six months from now, I I may not like what they've done with it, but just just on paper, um, yeah, I'm on board. I think it's you know, I think it's neat. I think it's neat, and the, and then actually, just going by Cobra Commander number one, the execution of CC in that book, I loved it. It was yeah. great, and and, I like, and yeah. you know, and they were yeah. as they wrote like do the opposite of what no retreat, like you know, no retreat, like this is a different CC. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I also like the fact that he is he's the heretic. You know, yeah. he's he's mm -hmm. the guy who brought mechanized technology in there mm -hmm. hold up Mike's, oh there's mike Hello, hold up mike. let me throw something in the middle here uh matt rubin asks uh real quick a relevant question wasn't 1993 gi joe's second largest money-making year didn't i hear that somewhere before and i would say kind of uh 1992 was a big year for gi joe but uh you have to include the caveat that it include a big included a big year in sales for 12 inch gi joe's recapping stuff that had happened in the 80s so a, a 1992 is a huge year for gi joe in sales but not nearly so much of that from the stuff that was going on in the three and three quarter line if that helps at all so uh contextually speaking yes but in regards to the main gi joe line in our heads being the the four inch dudes at the time not not so much it fell pretty well in line with the rest of the 90s which was a, a downward slope um what I would say to to fans that that are you know like Mark and apprehensive about Cobra Law, I would say that the same thing exists for that element that exists for uh, the rest of the book. It's not Cobra Law from 
the 1987 cartoon. It's different. Yeah. Right. Cobra Commander is a human yeah. who, who stumbled into Cobra Law and, and is the outsider and looks to be actively attempting to screw them over too. So even if they're an element in the book now, I have a feeling they're not going to be an element in the book for too, too long. Yeah. Right. Like I, and, like they might be done by the time Cobra Commander's miniseries is up. Yeah. Right. He's, and he's I don't, a heretic. I don't, I don't know how it got over into the comments that I'm speculating about a book I haven't read. Right. Like, God, gotcha, no, you got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. God. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm all caught up. He's, I'm he's good. What I'm about uh, what about X Men Red Number Eighteen? What about that? You got that one right here, baby. Fresh yeah. First, first well, printing, by the way. Thank God. Actually, no. It's fun. It's so you brought up you brought up X Men. We touched on this earlier in the show. Um, when that first uh, the the two miniseries for Krakoa came out, that idea I I actually loved it. And I, I you know I I don't I don't think I don't like John I don't like Jonathan Hickman's writing. I think he's talented. I can see where some people dig his stuff. It's not for me, um, yeah. And I've read a lot of it. I, not a fan. But those first two miniseries, just the idea of like, oh, it's constantly resetting. It reworks the whole, uh, you know, like all the history of the X Men and, and blah blah, all that stuff. I was on board. And then the execution, I think, has been absolutely boring and terrible. Yeah. And so, and so that could be the case here. You know, like idea, it could be like, oh, awesome. But will they execute? You know, I, I dig the idea. I really am really on board for the idea. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they execute. Uh, the real KJB. Welcome to the show. Uh, says my 14 year old is nearly burnt out on Marvel. He instantly fell in love with all of the Energon universe. Never been into Transformer GI Joe books before. So again, welcome to the show. Thanks for, for chiming in there. But yeah. I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of fresh energy going around these Energon books. And, right. and again, speaking as somebody who my any love I have for Cobra Law has been slowly accumulated over the years. Like when that happened in 1987, I was not on board. Plain and simple, just no, no thank you. Uh, as time went on and I realized, well, it didn't kill me, so I guess I can laugh about it now. Um, I, I've built up that tolerance of, you know, that callous that a lot of us have. Well, okay, we lived through it. It's over now. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so I'm, I'm by no means a Cobra Law fan either. But I don't mind them being introduced. Like I don't mind them being introduced to this as an element. Like uh, GI yeah. Joe is is a lot of different things. It's not just straight military. I get more annoyed by folks who try to play GI Joe as straight military, and that you know insist yeah. that it's all about about guns and explosions. And uh, no, that's not the case at all. Right? It's about first and foremost, it's about the characters in the books. But open your eyes. Cobra is not a league of terrorists they are they might as well be the legion of doom there are a bunch right. of super villains right. out there yeah written by written by shakespeare right you know, right for shakespearean lens yeah and really uh cobra law as is a concept in this comic book so far is no different than ninjas right you've right. got a you've got a paramilitary book that runs well, for a while and all of us and all of a sudden here's ninjas you know and yeah in the 80s ninjas was they were amazing come on but that that is a weird concept to throw into this paramilitary book and it's but, no different from this in the same universe yeah exactly but but it but obviously it worked you know yeah. it was done well and it worked 
No, and then I, could, I, and, I and a lot of people would say that that it, that it went that they went too far with the ninjas at the, you know at a certain point, and then they'll pull it, they pull it back, and then they go too far, whatever. It's no different than ninjas. Yeah. No, it it took me back when I first did there because like, how do I feel about Cobra Law? Can you make it work? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I want to read the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm a lot better with Cobra Law knowing that they're in the beginning. As opposed to when they got introduced to the '87 movie, we're like, I don't like this backstory for Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we kind of know right. this up front, it's a little better. The only question I had, uh, I talked about this on my show, was, uh, why did they draw? If that really was supposed to be Grunt on that last page, why did they draw him to look like rock and roll? Because <laughs> I don't think it's Grunt. I think he's calling him a Grunt. Well, he, but well that was so that, that was my other question. Then, is yeah. it supposed to be Grunt? Or is he calling him a grunt? And if it is supposed to be grunt, did they accidentally draw rock and roll? And then editorial goes, wait, we're using rock and roll over here. Call him something else. Because if it I is supposed to be grunt, he's not supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I saw something online. They were, you know, somebody, I think it's going around that that's Zartan. Oh, fun. Well, I, I, I didn't took see it. anything that would make me, you know. Yeah, reference I, that I've been looking, you know, but you know. obviously, obviously, one issue speculation. But the yeah. reading it, if I was reading it as Grunt, what I took it as is that Cobra Commander is working with the United States government, like the U.S. government is working with him to get some of this technology. You know what I mean? In a in a nefarious kind of way, and that's that could be how uh, you know those could be his benefactors in some way or the other. I I think he's just being dismissive to this guy who's with him. Right, I don't know, I, that's I, a loaded. That's a loaded word to use, you know, in, in a Joe comic. You know, I know, I, yeah, but I, I agree, especially italicized like that. I, I think, yeah, Joe, you could have something there, yeah. um, in the sense that, look, historically speaking, in in Hama's run of the GI Joe comic, I've always said the second biggest enemy uh, to the Joes was the U.S. government. Like they right. fought first, mm-hmm. and they fought the people at the top of the ladder second. Um, right. So, so that's, I don't think that's out of line, uh, as a, as a potential plot point going forward in that book. Um, I did want to touch base on, on one other thing past, uh, out of the Cobra commander title and into the Duke title. Um, I find it interesting that the one blood feud that we have going on to this point is Duke and Starscream. And frankly, I'm buying it. (laughs) <laughs> right like that that was the part of this that had me more on edge than potentially including cobra law right yeah. i i was i had more apprehensions about sharing a universe with transformers right especially and and it made it worse when i found out that transformers was just going to start you off by they were going to throw you in the deep end of that story it was going to be pretty familiar uh and transformers was going to hit the ground running whereas gi joe was going to get set up with these these four mini series before we got into the GI Joe title proper. And, you know, so it, it just feels like introducing your, your background characters in, in, in your main book, so to speak. Right. But mm-hmm. I have to, again, I have to concede it's been executed really well to this point, you know? Um, I, so a lot of those apprehensions have gone away. Uh, thanks to really good storytelling and, and my hats yeah. off to the creative team on that one but again the 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 one the the one feud that we have even if it's just one-sided because starscream doesn't give you know two two oil slicks about duke at this point um but the one the one burning passionate hatred 
in in this this thread so far is that Duke really hates that robot that turned into a plane and squished his pal. Yeah. And and frankly, we're all here for it. We all we can't wait until he launches a hot grenade into to Starscream's mouth or whatever uh, and gets his revenge. But that's so, that's kind of the problem with every Joe Transformers book ever, right? Is right. I'll take whatever Decepticon you want to pick against Snake Eyes, right? Quick yeah. fight too. Well, it's always yeah, so, it's always a, it is always a matter of scale. I agree. That's that's right. a hard thing to do, and maybe they'll do it great. But it's just it's a hard I, thing to overcome. I I get the sense that basically Duke is going to. Duke's going to come across bigger problems than his robot vendetta. Sure, sure. And, and it's going to, that's going to be what drags him into the story, but it's certainly yeah. not going to be the end of it. But I also don't see it like it's, it's going to be somewhere down the line, right? Yeah. Like we're not getting to that one in yeah. Duke number five. That is, yeah. that is not resolving itself in this Duke miniseries. Um, but it's like there's going to be some kind of resolution there at some point like it's it's too big of a deal now for it to never get resolved yeah the one thing and, and i'm all for i'm all for change some changes right and, and flipping things around and taking things in directions you don't expect i i bristle a bit when a core character has the the one thing that made him special taken away and when they made, when Clutch said, basically said, well, I'm not a good driver. That was a hard read for me. That was, that was weird. I agree with you. Like if he's yeah. not a drive, if he's just a mechanic, like, I mean, an ace mechanic, best mechanic in the world. Great. Yeah. But that's not very fun. Right. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe he's underselling himself. Yeah. yeah. If, if that's because he didn't let that's, drive. <laughs> sure. If, if yeah. that's the play, cool. But, yeah, it's, me, like, right. it, it's like it's like going. I don't know much of them martial arts. He has like to be such, he has to be such a good mechanic because he's always wrecking his cars because he's a bad because he's a dangerous driver. Right. It, it doesn't sound to me like he's bad. It sounds to me like he's aggressive. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll reread it. If the fact if yeah if he has no fear and therefore makes bad driving decisions. Right. Like I I, I okay. You know I the the impression I get from you is that you're thinking that this this is like oh he left against the light kind of no i i just i think he's practically a kamikaze driver out there yeah and that's, and that's maybe that's maybe yeah right maybe a skill that he will be able to rein in into yeah. being a strength to drive like yeah. his pants uh, are on or, fire yeah. or maybe put in the proper vehicle it makes right. him really valuable oh, I'm it, was so, any it was so good to see the vamp the vamp pop out of that garage yeah. that was great right any we, we, of that is fine yeah we saw them being a poor driver is that's that's a bridge too far yeah well, we, we saw he that was a poor driver he just said he wasn't the best driver we saw him launch out of that garage in that proto vamp and <laughs> and they were well on their way to having a, a dukes of hazard style uh, run until a very you know a cagey stalker put them in their place. Yeah, but and that's um, about the time the green shirts regretted their decision. Right. <laughs> yeah, he says, "quote I'm not the best driver." Yeah, oh. I, I don't know because again, looking at Clutch to that point, yeah, he just he just seems like a guy who is very talented at what he does and maybe isn't in the best place in regards to his own self confidence. Okay, and that's like, that's totally fine. That might right. be 
brilliant writing. Right. I, I, I have a feeling we haven't seen a whole lot of Clutch's story yet, and there's a lot more to be told. Yeah. Okay. That that that's my feeling on Clutch yeah. at this point. Like yeah, and that didn't sound crazy for him to say about himself. Yeah. It's not like Duke looked at him and said, You're a shitty driver, buddy. Right. Move over. I'm taking the wheel. No, right. that didn't happen. Clutch is still driving that Jeep, right? Yeah. That's true. so yeah. I, I give it the, the benefit of the doubt at least. Right. I I I am willing to give Joshua Williamson a long leash yeah. because I've really enjoyed what he's done over at DC. He had a really he had a really good run on the flash. Yes. Um, he's he's doing yep. great stuff on Green Arrow. Green Arrow was supposed to be a six issue limited series. They upped it to twelve. They've upped it to an ongoing series because of what he's been doing on it. Oh, I need to read uh, that. His yeah, Superman his, his that he's doing right now is fantastic. Yep. He's writing Batman and Robin, and he's actually made Damian Wayne a character. He's actually made oh. Batman a character. Which um, is weird it, enough. Yeah, right. I mean, if you look at what's going on in the other Batman books, like Batman is just this weirdo. But no, he's a he's an actual human being, and so is Damian. And that's is, something we haven't had. <laughs> is Damian irascible and snarky as a 13-year-old? Oh, I hope uh, so. <laughs> he's, well... Let's put it this way. He's a rascal and snarky as a 13-year-old and was also raised by a secret society of assassins. So, you know, mm -hmm. add that in. So he's Billy. No, he's... Dun, 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 dun. I love Billy. His, his grandfather is Rachel Google. So, you I know, love there you Billy. go. I love Billy. He's the best. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in with Joshua Williams. I was excited to hear that he was doing these. So. Okay. Hey, I, look, I don't want to come off as, as the, yeah. the Doom guy. I love that we have three monthly Joe books, right? And I like I like them, all of them. Excited to see where they're going. But I'm I'm a little I'm a, I'm always apprehensive about Joe's versus Transformers. Yeah. Because come on. Uh unless I, it's unless it's Joe's with one side, Cobra's with the other. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um and Co ah, the Cobra Law thing's hard for me. I'm not, I've, I've it's not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. But yeah, Diana Davis says uh, Cullen's thirteen and not at all irascible. Uh, I, again, I wouldn't. I would. I would not be publicizing this. I, <laughs> as your as your friend, Diana, I would not let <laughs> this be public knowledge. You're you're going to get a phone call. <laughs> ho hopefully, it's just a phone call. I just ooh. Anyhow. thirteen year olds don't even go to prom. Come on. <laughs> But uh, to to change the subject and well, they do with their dating seventeen year olds because we're we're running we're running real long tonight. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Real American Hero, the the main title, if you will. Uh, Joe Slepsky, again, we'll start with you because you're our special guest. Um, yeah, we've seen I... a, we've seen a huge jump in sales for Real American Hero. Try and explain this. Uh, the artwork, I think the artwork is dynamite. I think um, the approach to the artwork, I think, is really what's what's dynamite about it. Uh, the shift in shift in style is great, and I think it looks you know the the rougher look, the more Cubert yeah. style look in yeah. the interiors. But they also approach it with this um, this splash heavy style, right? There's these big there's big pages that aren't full splashes, but there's just big moments on the page that um, tell a lot of the story in a splash without being gratuitous splash if that if that makes sense um so it gives a it gives a lot of setting and a lot of um a lot of scene um the covers are amazing 
the cover the actual Kubert covers are amazing. Right. Um and uh I mean I, I think those are the two reasons why there's the spike. Also, just in general, hey, you know, you know, fret new broom sweeps clean, people are excited about it again. Um, I think that I think the uh I'll say this. I uh the more the further we get away from uh crazy androids running around in real American hero, the better. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to admit that revanche is not the greatest story yeah. element in yeah. the real American hero book and yeah. hasn't been right for, for a, a long while. time. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind the I don't mind the, the weird zombie mind bender um Serpentor stuff going on. That's kooky. Right. You know, look, that's look, funny. We, yeah. We Serpentor himself is a is a is a genetic yeah. clone put together of of a mishmash of parts. Uh, it just that you know the current information is more Genghis Khan than anything else, but still, like like weird science fiction stuff has always had a home in GI Joe. So that right. that's almost not that's almost not yeah. uh, you know not not even a, a sticking point anymore. But yeah. but revenge is, has they're just kind of they're just kind of boring. Like in in a world that already has overwhelming odds for our heroes. Yeah. Like it's almost become this super super villain that's that throws overwhelming odds not only at our heroes but at our villains too. And I don't even know right? their motivation. And I've been reading about them for years now, and I don't know what they like. Is it just a generic like AI? you know, like yeah. at least you're talking I, about I Cobra so, Law. Yeah. yeah, Cobra Law. At least you like their their They're... motivation was they want to you know conquer the world, but through plant. Like they had that niche of. Like plant life is king, and you know this and that and the other. They're they're bargain basement Ultron, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's that, and that's they're, uh, they're the uh, the um, what's it called? The, like the Cronenberg Flintstones. Yeah, you and know? then there's and there's no real personality there when you're dealing with a hive mind. You know, like even when they did the Borg, they had a they had to break off like a seven of nine or the Borg Queen. You know, it's just we just get revanche and it's, I don't know who any of, I don't know. There's no personality to any of the specific robot. Uh, I think, I think the storyline is at least giving them at least a little bit of a purpose or at least better utilizing what's out there. Yeah. Rather than I mean, just I, hanging around and go, Oh, look, let's just spy on Cobra some more. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, I hope their story comes to a head more than anything yeah. else. Like I, I'm ready for them to be to like let them have their turn in the spotlight, sure, and then I'm ready for them to be done. Mm -hmm. Like like I don't need them hanging around anymore. They're, right. they're not and that they, great. And they've yeah. been hanging around for a long time. Yeah. I I think I, I think maybe <laughs> maybe Larry hasn't known what to do with them, and now he's just finding some purpose with them. Well, Larry right. Larry's always always been a his strength. Uh, one of his one of his strengths was always balancing uh, three storylines, and 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 he always did a, a tripod of storytelling for real, and was yeah. great at that. And uh, that seems to be what he's you know continuing to do. It's just one of those is revenge. But you have, you know, now with Serpentor and his cuckoo dudes, you've now you now can have Cobra Commander and Serpentor, and then and bring in Destro, and we we don't need revenge anymore. You know, like we we now right. can have. These different factions of 
cobra related themselves with serpentor zombie hordes i think well we'll, well they're about to attack springfield that's gonna be fun yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think revenge is bad i just think they're they're kind of played out take yeah. them off the board for a while bring them back in 30 issues and maybe they'll maybe they'll explain a little better then but i i i think the the end that last that last storyline you know, from IDW that's continuing into, you know, what we're getting now from Skybound, I, you know, was was definitely the best out of the storylines that we've gotten out of Real mm -hmm. American Hero for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, there was there was a, definitely a little bit more charge. I don't know whether it was, you know, because the IDW is finishing and this one's starting. Maybe that is, but that's great. You know, if it puts that charge into, you know, in, into the book again. But there's definitely been that charge in the book. And it's been a much more enjoyable read these last I was I was kind of I was actually disappointed when they um they set up that great uh idea of turning Cobra Island into a vacation spot for terrible people. Yeah. That that could have that just could have been a concept that ran with different stories for a long time. Right. And then they, you know, then they just bombed it with the the zombie virus. Um I think that I think that was kind of an inspired fun uh fun idea that I, I wish they hadn't kind of thrown you know, thrown it away so quickly. Sure, but I understand it too that it, it had the bad luck of falling right when that deal to change publishers went oh, down. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so if if the word comes down from Skybound, hey, let's let's kick off something new and and really put a charge into the book, then whatever whatever the status quo was before is going to be going to be left behind, and that's probably where that that sure. you know the 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 resort. The Cobra Resort fell by the wayside because of that. But um, again, we're running pretty long, so I, I guess can we can we wrap up? Do you have final thoughts? Anything that you want to put out there that hasn't been in uh, in the discussion so far? I think they're firing on all cylinders right now, and I, and I genuinely yeah. mean that. Um, I think, and I think Ara gives gives it anything that the um the the military head fans of Joe's love that I think Ara is delivering that in spades the um the um uh, funeral issue was amazing um like Ara's really doing that grounded story you know with robot ninjas but they're really they're really doing that well um and then I, I and I think there there's a promising future for the for the energon stuff I I really hope it I really hope it sells yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, you mentioned what you always thought Larry's strengths were as mm -hmm. a writer, and I, I would say that it's always been uh, his characters, right? Like any yeah. any one of his characters can have a meaningful, realistic conversation with any of his other characters. Like if you just pick picked a cobra off of the the cobra side and threw him in a room, and picked a random Joe off of the other side and threw him in a room those two characters would figure out something to talk about in a Hama book, you know? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's light, light foot and a heat viper, but I bet you by I, the end of the issue, we would have something that was worth reading. I'm reading, uh, I'm re actually reading uh nth man right now, which I had never read. And I've got like the first 15 issues or so of nth man. And it, it totally reads like a GI Joe book. And, uh, it, yeah. and it is that it's brand new characters and you're you're into it like all the characters are really reacting human and they're always they each have something interesting to do um so yeah yeah it's uh yeah larry i mean larry's that is absolutely one of larry's strong points 
and uh, Diana Davis, who is involved with the the comic book production. So, uh, hats off to you there, ma'am. Yep. Uh, please write letters into the letters page. More letters means the powers that be see actual fan engagement over cover collecting. And Larry lives off fan engagement. So there's friend, there of, the, friend of the show, Scotty Cameron, was an issue uh, 303. There you go. Friend of who show? Oh, well, he's on he's, I, he's I've seen him and he's joined your he's joined your show. I've seen him in the chats I, before, but friend I, of friend of Joe. I know he Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just wanted to hear you say it, Joe. <laughs> I don't anyway. plug the damn show. All he right. wasn't plugging his own damn show. <laughs> No, I just sit with a logo behind me for three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, was, it, I was at a, wait, I was at a craps table in Chicago. I pulled out my wallet to throw some money down, and it's a Cobra wallet. It started a G.I. Joe conversation at a craps table in downtown Chicago. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> a table full of adults. Yeah. I mean, this this shit's been on the shelves now for yeah. forty odd years, Joe. We're, we're all great. we're old great. as hell, man. Totally Did six laps? Oh, yeah. I was yeah, there. I was there to gamble, and it absolutely sparked a conversation. And I left leaving business cards. There you go. <laughs> all right, he did plug the damn show. He did. I'll put the ticker back up there. Okay, there it was. But, but flash that wallet at elementary school, and the kids have no idea what it is. No, they don't. Well, Even the, though the, they're probably playing craps. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Those craps tables of the elementary schools, they look at that wallet and they're like, CM Punk. And that, oh, kids, yeah. Hey, that is right. <laughs> elementary school kids play different kind of craps, literally like pants, like they crap yeah, their pants. <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, you know, they're just doing guys and dolls. <laughs> but we've been keeping the, we've been keeping the kids for a long time tonight. Uh, so what do you say we we roll on into to uh, what we got in? But before we do that, well, give everybody a chance to think about it. Uh, remember that uh, we do have uh, our, our friends over at Bandcamp. Uh, we are excited to announce our ongoing partnership uh, with them. As soon as I find their overlay, I'm sure that'll that'll make things better, and it'll give Mark something to floss his teeth with. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um, come on. <laughs> okay, it's there. It's, it's not on my screen, so I don't know what the heck's going on at this point. Um, but uh, we're excited to feature a really funny podcast, perfect for anyone who hates censorship. It's called Bandcamp, and the hilarious duo of Dan and Jennifer host it. Uh, Bandcamp is a comedy podcast where they read real banned books and try to figure out why they were banned in the first place. This season, they're reading Mark Twain's classic Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, one chapter at a time, out loud. If you think banning books will lead to a not-too-great future, but, and you want to catch up on your reading, without all that reading, then Bandcamp is for you. Whether you're like Jennifer, curious to read the book for the first time, or like Dan, and a little too lazy to read it for yourself, you will love Bandcamp. Remember, look for, uh, look for that anywhere where you, where you get your podcasts. Uh, your favorite podcast player will have access to it and subscribe to it today. That is Bandcamp with two N's. Subscribe today. It's a great idea for a podcast. I got to do the whole Kilroy was here thing. It was amazing. Right? Joe did nothing. Right. <laughs> Joe didn't do any clowning around down there. Man. No, I don't clown. I don't clown. I don't play when it comes to banning books. Banning books is a Here's scourge a... on this nation right now. I, I agree, but I'm just saying that you know Mark and Rob do their best to try and work around the yeah. the overlay, and you did nothing. Spoiler <laughs> no. alert. Next no. time. I next... Was out. I... 
what, what do you want? Next week. No, I demand, I demand physical comedy, Slapstick. Here's what's going to happen. Slapstick is where it's at. Two weeks from now, because I'm on vacation next week, I'm going to disappear behind the band camp thing and magically improve my appearance. And when it drops, I will look 20 years younger and oh, like I got made out of a plastic mold. It'll be incredible. But not that trip again. It's going to okay, go full auto okay. on us. It's going to be so good. <laughs> so can't, can't wait. He's going to Rene Abrazanois it up. <laughs> so uh, we're we're going to take a pass on what we got in this week because we've already been here for two hours and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, roll into shout outs. We'll start with our special guest, Joe Slapsky. Oh, man. Uh, well, shout out to my wife for always putting up with my stuff. Shout out to my listeners. Shout out to you guys for having me on. Shout out to uh, the Joe and Joe podcast. Is that what we're doing? Prom- promos sure. or shout outs? Yeah. Those you are look, two different those are two different time. things. If you Perfect didn't time. shout out your own, if you didn't plug your own damn show, oh, I was going to ask my you. Own, oh, I'm plugging my own damn show, oh. man. We're rolling on eight years of Joe on Joe. Uh, I've covered every episode. In uh, every episode, we've done every uh, issue, every issue of the Marvel Real American Hero. I've covered every episode of the old school cartoons, even Extreme. And, extreme. Uh, you know, it's the home of Cold Slither behind the music. And, uh, you know, we're always working on fun stuff. I'm always uh, thinking of fun, different, weird ideas. And it's my show, and I love it. And I hope you guys listen to it. And, uh, yeah, find me wherever you find podcasts. I mean, eight years is kind of a long time, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, For, yeah listen, man, one-man show, running everything. Give me some props, Mike. I mean, I guess it's kind of long. <laughs> I mean, Mike, <laughs> Mike thinks he runs a one-man show anyway, so. Yeah. He's not impressed. We don't I mean, do when, nothing. When Mike figures in the amount of prep work you guys do, yeah, Mike kind of does. <laughs> I've listen, I've built my entire show around doing zero prep work. So I'm every saying, week is off the cuff. Hey, I I'm edit saying, all the audio. Greg's been on the show. He's awesome. You, you know, uh, you know, you've been doing the Yuan Joe yeah, for a while yeah. there, and and still I have I have not had my episode scheduled. Oh shit! I thought we did. No, <laughs> no. This this happens every time you guest. Every time you come on, you're like, oh, I thought we. No, we didn't. We did not. We never did. Totally didn't. We're gonna do it. And you too, Mark. I, Mark, I, I, I. Yeah. No, it's funny. Literally, look at me. I reached to to a foot away from me, and I have Mark. This is literally your your email information on a piece and of. You just, little... you just put it on the internet, sucker. Come no, on. Now. No, you can't see it. But it is literally your email information there. Uh, Greg Augustine um, notes that Joe's Columbo bit is hilarious, oh. and I, I say that yes, it is because I'm in it. Yeah, Mike's Mike's literally the co-lead on an episode of Columbo <laughs> as General right. Hawk, who is Columbo's right. partner in solving a, a murder in the pit. Uh, GI Columbo came out about a year and a half ago. Check it out. I'm there. I wore I wore the helmet when we were recording audio for it. So you did I, great. Like you killed it, in, man. To get you in, killed it. And and yes, mode. I'm working on something big for uh Cobra Convergence this summer. So all right. Yeah. Rack time Rob, shout out. Hello. Uh yes. Uh shout out to the studio audience. Thanks for coming in and uh putting up with, with all of our shenanigans and shtick. Uh and uh and thank, uh, shout out to the makers of fine comic books everywhere, including the Energon Universe and G.I. Joe Real American Hero. 
I'm excited to read those every month. Mark Weber. I mean, without calling out anybody personally, uh, I can't tell you how much fun it's been to be kind of back in the toy business the last like 10 days or so. Just kind of. just just bouncing back uh to collectors and, and talking about you know upcoming waves and what things that haven't been done and you know what do you think about this and that kind of stuff just even you know boxing up toys that are that are going out to somebody who's really looking forward to them i'm digging every bit of it and uh you know it's we're not gonna we're not gonna cross the streams a whole lot because this is a gi joe podcast but uh, right. Um, we, we don't want to reveal stuff because we don't want you to get fired. Yeah. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> but I, man, I'm just digging it like crazy. So I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that, uh, that just opened up for me. Uh, so that's what I'm grateful for. How's that? That's my shout out. I shouted out, not me, but, uh, the, the opportunity, uh, that I'm, I'm just thrilled to be dealing with right now. All right. It's awesome. Uh, want to give a shout out to, of course, our special guest, Joe Slepsky. Round of applause. That's right. A good one. Uh, be sure to check out uh, the Joe on Joe podcast wherever you get your fine audio podcasts. Uh, you making the, the jump over to YouTube? You're going to join us on the dark I, side anytime soon? I, have a, I mean, I have a YouTube channel, but it's just the audio of my show. Um, I don't. I, I don't. I, right. I, no, no, not anytime soon. <laughs> not anytime good. soon. You're more of a TikTok less, less guy. I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm just. I'm all over. I literally. I have to do that for my work. I want to shoot myself. <laughs> he dresses it as buzzer and then goes and flosses in Walmart. Nice. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> hey, real talk. I was at the. I'm just not. I was at the Grove, uh, the big uh, outdoor mall here in Los Angeles, like uh, like big world famous thing. There was a dude who absolutely looked just like punk rock zartan awesome like so I, I, I yeah like i i nudged i nudged toilet teal and i went take a mental because i knew she wouldn't know who i was talking about i was like take a mental image of that guy and as soon as we got home i showed her and she was like oh my god yeah there was, was it a, um was it pixel dan oh it might have been i don't know also, yeah. also also a joe fest guest yeah come say hi who's who pixel dan I'm just saying, because af- after we got announced for Joe Fest, I stopped paying attention. Yeah, yeah it's fine. that's our <laughs> show now. And ticket yeah, sales, show. And ticket sales came to a screeching halt. S- slammed <laughs> shut. They were done. <laughs> Any more, it'll be a fire well, hazard. Gone to the, dog the, now. the refund policy page on their website got blew it up. Crashed. Yeah, it crashed. I mean, it's it's right. It was right there before we got announced. Sorry, no refunds. So, I hear there's free admission if you bring me a Haya Toys exquisite storm shadow. Just saying. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if that's the case, Mark. I, I I'll, I'll make I it happen. To, uh, I'll make it work. <laughs> Trust me, I know people. <laughs> I know. It. But, uh, anyways, uh, a shout out, of course, Joe Slapsky, uh, to my other wonderful co-hosts here, uh, Racktime Rob. Who finally got to do uh, an issue, an episode of Rack Time here? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll do regular Rack Times again. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Rob and Joe talking about comics would be a good idea for a show. I don't know. I'm on board, baby. Uh, and of course, uh, to the honcho, Mark Weber. Yeah. I got to learn how the interwebs work. I uh, want to give a shout out to, of course, our wonderful sponsors, Kokomo Toys. 
Oh, real quickly, we'll sing their theme song. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Louder, Slapsky! I don't know. You do now. Now you do. Now you know all the words. Ooh, I want to take you. Stalker. I don't yell at you. <laughs> we we had to mute him. We were. I was get, just getting we into GI Joe. Soccer and Roadblock. Come on, pretty uh, cover girl. Oh, you lost me. All right, we now just you ran around again. I was there. Mm. I was there. I was. I was. I was. I was, tr I was turning it into a GI Joe bit. Uh, to to our our wonderful friend Brian Lower, Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight, who is normally our lead in, but he's taking some time off. Um, hope you get to to feeling better soon, sir. Shout out uh, to Brian. He's the best. Right, anticipate you being back with us uh, before too too long. I'm I'm trying to do a couple of months of guest hosts here, and I I don't have one of my regulars. This is upsetting. Mm -hmm. Um, we do have a a guest host lined up for next week. Uh, Mark will not be here, mm -hmm. as, as Mark will be off and in parts unknown. Ace Allgood will be joining us next wow. week. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some twelve inch GI Joe next week. So it's a show about 12 inches, and I'm not invited, obviously. Correct. Okay. That, correct. that got us kicked Fair off enough. the show earlier, Mark. Fair enough. <laughs> correct. Fair enough. Because it's uh, it's not about four. I, I know. I'm not I'm not going there. No. Anyways. It's a um, good grab, though. Ace, Ace is great. I, look, man, I I I got a Rolodex. We we talk to people. They they reach out to me. They want they want things to be heard. They come to what's on Joe mind. And go. then all the people, all the other people that do shows watch us and they get more clicks than we do. <laughs> <laughs> we're the show that gives back. <laughs> right. Yeah. See? We're, we're your, your favorite GI Joe podcast, favorite GI Joe podcast. There you I've go. said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, I, I tell people like you know I, I, you know oh. they go, oh you you got a podcast I I, I go uh, yeah it's called Joe and Joe it's uh, and I say like we talk about GI Joe then there's always a pause and they go well what do you talk about yeah well sometimes about GI Joe other times I'm mounting other guys named Joe yeah <laughs> yeah I say it's a, yeah it's about GI Joe <laughs> eight years. Right. Look, they'll they'll plug in eventually. <laughs> they'll figure it out. They'll know. I mean, eighteen years isn't thirteen years, but it's it's pretty good number. So that's a that's a good chunk of time. Sure, I can't. I'll give it. I'll give you that. It's 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 more than halfway to thirteen. <laughs> Remember, it's thirteen on Arbor Day. Oh, Arbor Day. That's our birthday that's every year. That's right. A Charlie Brown's pitcher's mound. Right, right in the middle of it, and then they they won't win a stinking game. Mm -hmm. But uh, remember, if you're joining us here on Facebook tonight, go ahead and give us some kind of a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. He's featured in our our thumbnail tonight. If you're catching us on the YouTube's, uh, like the video. I guess it's like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit that little bell if you want to. Whatever, we don't care. Uh, all of our social media is listed down below. Um, it's funny. I put up a post on our community tab about bouncing back and forth uh, between fourteen hundred and thirteen ninety nine, and how it was driving me nuts. And just to reward me for for noticing that sort of thing, two people cut out, and so then we bounced between thirteen ninety eight and thirteen ninety nine for the rest of the week. 
Thanks for that, folks. What? <laughs> so the moral of that story is shut up. Right. Yeah. I need to just stop it. Uh, Andrew Galgan says, in, in YouTube years, what's on show mind is 65 and feeling every bit of 83. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, take a minute. Wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, make sure yeah. you, you did it, whatever you're doing. You're running out of time. Uh, yeah. So you better get better get that done in the next couple hours or so, because mm. tomorrow you're done. OK, you're finished. It's toast. Uh, let's let's not uh, don't 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 be like you were at Christmas trying to go run it up to the last minute. Don't procrastinate on Valentine's Day. That's a bad idea. Making them reservations at the Chateau Blanc. Right. No, they're they're booked solid, man. White Castle on Valentine's Day is a bit is a thing. I know it's it's hilarious. It's it's fantastic. It gives me hope for future generations. But uh, that, that's what we got. That's what we got. Enjoy what's left of your Fat Tuesday, everybody. Thank you all for having me on. This has been we'll always, be back next as week. always, it is, it is an honor. It is an honor to be here. <laughs> I, I guess as expected, when Joe Slepsky is here, we put on record length shows. Uh, but <laughs> Happy length, everybody. <laughs> for for my guest host, thought, Joe Slepsky. You thought my, next my week regular, was the 12-inch show. <laughs> for my regular host, uh, Robbie Rosari, and, and the honcho Mark Weber, I'm your host, Mike Rosari. Uh, be sure to join us next Tuesday at 9.05 here on the Superstation WOJM uh, for another episode of the Team Stream, uh, or as we like to call it, What's on Joe Mind. Have a great rest of the week, as our friend Vagon likes to say. Stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Yo, Joe. Beer!